To uh, descent into the darkness, <laughs> into dark city. Oh, oh shit! And, Is uh, there what's actually the, a tagline for yeah, this? Yeah, what's the tagline? Uh, I wrote it down. Uh, yeah. It's over here. Uh, darkness falls soon. <laughs> <laughs> that's what that's it is. That's, old, that's what it is. That's it is. Oh man. Yeah, I wrote down, yeah. yeah. And um <laughs> yeah. Also uh we like to have a special uh guest with us today. Yes, hello. we have a special guest. Say hello. 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 <laughs> and uh Sid, what is your last name actually? Because we never have officially For sure. <laughs> yeah, no, my no, last, last name is Gupta. G U P T A. So yeah. yeah. Tell us a little about yourself, Sid. What's uh uh, What's your connection to the whole film, film world, movie world? Sure. Anything? So I'm Sid and I'm an alcoholic. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, exactly. Well, um, cheers to that. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, I am a sound designer and a film composer. I have, I met Benji at a film festival and talked yes. about his short. It's like really into it because it's like. Grimy, but still intriguing. What show was this? This was Skid Row Love. Skid Row Love. Yeah. yeah. I sometimes show up to film festivals and they actually play my stuff, but, uh, yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah, they do. So. Um, so, yeah, I'm just, like, trying to get more into film composing, working as much as possible, and trying to learn from old movies and stuff, and build on that right and uh sid you have you seen dark city before i have not okay yeah, we have a dark it. city uh i don't know maybe uh, your memory <laughs> might be wiped maybe you've actually been to dark city before <laughs> not to spoil or anything but uh the shell beach yes. ring a bell yeah. we're, we're all looking <laughs> do you know how to get to shell beach. beach chris i've been trying to figure this out for the last 20 years of my life uh-huh <laughs> I, can't, I can't get there because i live up in the, the bay area well, see, beaches around here. I, I keep finding Shell Beach, but <laughs> it's song. usually Jennifer Connelly's at the end of the ledge. But it's um, it's a heroin movie that I watched. Uh, you know, called Requiem for a Dream. Yeah, Requiem. Yeah, it's the same end. Same well, not yeah, ending. They, they, do, they, do the same, <laughs> they do the same shot. That's right. Yeah. It's the same shot, just two years apart from each other. Yeah, Jennifer Connelly, who I share a birthday with. Oh, oh that's cool. Really? December twelfth, babies. Yeah. My my uh, shared birthday is uh, Akira Kurosawa. No, oh, that's well, cool. So I was like, I, I can't be that in the film like world. A, a high uh, standard in my uh, my you, film. Uh... Do you share a birthday, Sid, with anybody? Uh, I'm trying to think. I don't think so. Yeah. But what's kind of gross is that like, so my birthday is November fifteenth, and it's like almost exactly nine months before uh, Valentine's Day. So mm. it's just kind of gross. Oh, I see. Uh, yeah. little, a little hanky-panky from yeah. uh, Sid's uh, parental units. Yeah. And uh, I'm sure like they didn't yeah. like, plan that, and it's not exactly <laughs> Hey, man, <laughs> yeah, a bottle yeah, of yeah, champagne yeah, yeah. But still, like, can go a long way. Yeah. <laughs> Could have been. Could have been. Yeah. Oh, I see. Yeah. 
<laughs> well, uh, yeah. speaking of which, uh, we have uh, Rufus Sewell here, born of water. His name is John. Yeah, he is born of water. This movie's so full of biblical references. So many. Way. They don't really talk and about it. And he's in room 316. Did you know that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 he's in room 316. A... I didn't notice that. I think it's 614. What is uh, that? Uh, or is the room 614? Oh, shit. I think it's called... It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's a biblical a, reference of man of born of water, yeah. I forgot. It's... I should have wrote the verse down. Damn it. That's yeah, actually I know. my, uh, my So, Sid, uh, we're actually a Christian group. Uh, <laughs> 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 well, we're just kind of hip because we drink beer. We just we just talk about the biblical references. It's very to, fit. Yeah. Doing yeah. a Messiah Fest this year? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, way, I can't wait to go to Bible Land again. <laughs> he every time. Risen. <laughs> well, in a way, Murdoch is a Messiah. The Dark well, he is. He is. Is it as you find out later? Yeah. Don't spoil it for Sid, Chris. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> no spoilers. No spoilers. You gotta so find out a way to hard, Shell Beach. Hard, uh, a hard yeah. podcast. How do you get to Shell Beach? There's actually on the DVD. If you, I don't know if it's on the director's cut DVD, but on the regular DVD there is actually like an interactive game. Oh, cool. Uh, like, oh. find Shell Beach. Oh, cool. Yeah. Steve's on to me. It? He knows that I, I know the supplemental material from oh, the original yeah. DVD. Yeah, the original DVD's yeah. actually pretty pretty dope, but there's no, like, there's no sort of making of or anything no. like that. Yeah, yeah. In, in the Blu-ray, it's uh, they have all the making ofs and uh, commentaries, uh, like, from yeah. the ported over from the, the DVD. Yeah. But the, I don't see any game, though. Like oh, they were yeah. talking about. Yeah. Oh, so there's the, there. the interactive game, but then the rest of the special features, you just have to read everything. Yeah. It's there's... like you got to find that new line symbol. <laughs> new yeah, line. Yeah. Platinum series. <laughs> well, maybe they just erased it all and we're just living separate identities now. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Right. 614, yeah. Yeah, 614, yeah. John's 614, man, I'm born of water. Mm. So. That Four, see, that's yeah. what you're talking about. Yeah, that, that's yeah. 614. You're right all along. No, I said three sixteen. That's like the one everyone uses at like basketball games. <laughs> or like, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, like wrestling matches and shit. Yeah. <laughs> My roommate named our Wi-Fi network John three three sixteen. Really? Yeah. Like currently. 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 So, and uh, and how's that yeah. working out for us? Wait, where do you guys go? It's 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 meaningful that you're watching this now because uh, yeah. of what we just said, what yeah. just transpired. Yeah. yeah. It's like a a learning journey right now. I'm so happy that you get to see this movie with no subtitles or anything. You're just like totally lost. <laughs> yeah. But it's actually wonder, perfect. That's no, no, no. I, I like this because actually, do you know about this with the director's cut and this version? Is that most fans of this movie prefer to watch this movie silent until John shows up in the bathtub huh. because the Keith Sutherland voiceover in the beginning that is Kiefer Sutherland yeah it is yeah. Sutherland. I know not Donald Sutherland I was like that's yeah. not Michael Keaton no, it's Michael Keaton. <laughs> yeah Kiefer's early yeah. Uh, but the thing is is that I guess they the studio were really happy with this movie except that they had like they were like we need like more context in the beginning so that whole voiceover he gives yeah, yeah is added on is added on but in the director's yeah. cut they take it out it does not exist I actually, like, in watching this, uh, I didn't choose to watch the director's cut. I chose to watch the, the regular cut. Yeah. And I, 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 I like the, the, the narration in the beginning. I think it sets it up uh, appropriately. And, like, uh, so they speaking... I think it's, like, it gives that mystery sense that we're just really delved right into the swirl oh, of everyone just falling sometimes. asleep. Oh, so, I was yeah. like, are they speaking another language? Yeah. <laughs> oh, and then we have General Connolly's introduction, one, one of the sexiest things yeah. I've ever seen in a movie. Um, <laughs> just a jazz quartet. <laughs> and her. Is that uh, her that's the lyrics. Yeah. 
don't know. Anyway, but... This uh, is prime Jennifer Connelly time, also. Yeah. You can see a little bit of the unibrow still going on there, so... <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh, she's got that Frida thing going. No, it's like, you seen Career Opportunities? Remember? Mm-hmm. Uh, you never seen Career Opportunities with Frank no. Whaley? And her, he's about a guy who gets locked in a Target for the night, and then she's like, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. She's it? beautiful, it but she's got the fattest unibrow in that movie. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Wow. So. Yeah, that one's a... I do remember that one. And, like, the, the main character was like Jim, and like, he's just like, oh, I will own this place. Yeah. Yeah. That one is also an unofficial John Hughes film. Also, it's one of the, like the yeah. last of the John Hughes, like Beethoven, you like Edmund say. Dante's, uh, <laughs> written by like the pseudonym. <laughs> but um, you guys see Noah? Noah, the Noah. Aronofsky movie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I love writing. the second half. <laughs> yeah. uh, talk about Bible stuff. Oh, yeah. Sin coming in hot. Three sixteen. Let's just say the book was better than. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, yeah. I, 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 liked, I did not like that movie. <laughs> I like the drunk Russell Crowe Noah in the second half, who was like trying to kill babies and stuff. That was I was getting into that one. So <laughs> the Noah, Noah story could have been to, uh, shown at least a little bit better than how they showed it in that movie. Yeah, um, I was a little disappointed. Damn, Kiefer Sutherland looks really funny in this. Yeah. He, he looks like that he guy talks, from. Uh, he talks funny too. Yeah, everything's like <laughs> Indiana so, Jones, the guy with the half his face melts. Oh yeah, yeah. So actually, yeah. I met a guy like that at a film festival this past uh, at Bobby Jasper, who I was like, oh, the bad guy from Indiana Jones. He's like from Norway. He's talking about I want to make movie about the uh, gold in Norway, and I'm like, oh yeah, what kind of gold, buddy? Nazi gold. <laughs> I forgot the guy's name. Uh, not Charles Martin Smith. Richard Lacey. Richard Lacey. He looks yeah. like Charles Martin Smith to me. <laughs> Is like a, like he yeah. has the glasses. The yeah, one like, like, ah! yeah, 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 yeah. That's Richard yeah. Lacey. Yeah. Richard yeah, Lacey. It just yeah. came to me. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Good job, Chris. <laughs> Excellent. So, um. Wait, you said he's doing like a voice. He has like a funny voice in this. Yeah, he, he talks. Uh, like, he's Sutherland. Uh, he like, has somewhat yeah. of a speech impediment. Yeah. It huh. seems like yeah. maybe from being abused by the the strangers. The. Yeah. Don't give it away. Well, they well, they introduced the strangers, dude. <laughs> well, they, didn't t- they didn't see Murdoch's. Con- uh, they didn't see his connection yet. No. Yeah. Well, sorry. Got, like, it's all about the spoiler free. Movie. I can't do a spoiler free one, you dude. Can't, you can't. Yeah. Well, just don't. Yeah. I, I, I mean, basically, to know at this point, this guy wakes up and he doesn't know who he is, and, and the whole like, world is asleep. He's bleeding yeah. from his forehead, and like he yeah. thinks, yeah, he thinks like something's going on and then like he just starts seeing seeing that everybody like, just weird woke up coincidences right yeah, yeah. yeah. At, at 12 o'clock everybody goes to sleep for like how long is the period they go to sleep for that's what I was thinking uh, as, long as, they they yeah. 15, as, as long as they can hold they, it really. yeah, as long as they, can, they need to change everything right yeah so every time they're putting the world on pause they're changing stuff around like the buildings or like your They'll your social people. class yeah. your, your where you were you're giving too ago, much away already. I'm just playing in the city. He's got to know. He, 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 he got like 20 minutes in. That's that, we, that, we haven't got to we're that part there. yet. We're, we're the, yeah, we're, oh, almost, yeah. I thought, I thought we're not some, shifting yet. We're not I shifting thought, worlds. I thought there was yeah. some giveaway. I'm just giving some insight. <laughs> yeah. All you got to know is John Murdoch's story. The story of John Murdoch and his his exploration and trying to prove himself he's not a serial killer. That's all he's, he's just looking for yeah. a beach. He's the one with the bug eyes. Yeah. yeah. The bad guy from A Knight's Tale. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, he is the bad guy. Yeah. Yep. But uh, yeah, it's also shot like a forties film noir, so everyone like looks yep. like they're in a Dick Tracy mm-hmm. episode. Yeah, the fedoras and yep. everything. The lighting is really beautiful in this movie too. Yeah. 
I think the interesting thing, uh, thing too is like things mm-hmm. keep like a little short car. The eras almost like keep changing too. Yeah, you can kind of see we're evolving sort of time. Yeah, that's the thing. Melissa George, very sexy. Oh yeah. See, this is a scene. This is a scene. <laughs> I, I, oh man, scene coming up. Choice. Yeah. It's the only reason why this movie is an R. It's the only reason why it's R. Is that scene coming up with her? Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. And well, I, well, she's just I think I heard they. Yeah, she's just changing. Yeah, they. Uh, it was gonna be R either way. Yeah. I've heard um, different stories yeah, throughout like, the year because yeah. I've heard that it was just too weird. That's like what, that's what they say. The yeah, yeah the execs were like, this is you, too weird. But so the scene, the scene R. coming up is like clearly like that's like you can maybe get away in like an '80s teen comedy. Yeah. But like in, in 1980, uh, 1988, I think by the time you can't you can't do what she show what she shows. That's. I mean, it's just. A woman changing. Really. It's just well, it's just but like it's Missile George, and she's very well well endowed, as my grandma would say. <laughs> so, Wait, what else is this guy in? Uh, he's also in Man in the High Castle. Um, he's also in any sort of British drama from like, mm. the last twenty years. He pops up in there. Um, Those Brits, Rufus Sewell. Yeah, he's uh, big now. I had a friend, she, if she's ever will listen to this, she actually supposedly like dated him at one point, but then wasn't supposed to tell anybody. So <laughs> <laughs> That's weird. But um, Interesting. Yeah. No, I mean Melissa George is great. Like she's another oh, see, shit. Yeah. Is that her? No, that's the dead body founder earlier. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. So yeah, they kinda <laughs> yeah. yeah. They killed her quick. Yeah. Um, Uses footprints. Oh, I, like, I like how he saves the yeah. goldfish. Oh, he's the bad like guy, an illusionist. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. he's like a bad guy. He's one of the few times he's like a good guy in, in a movie. Who William Hurt? Uh, no, uh, just Sewell. Oh yeah. Usually yeah. he's oh, always yeah. like the. Ooh, I'm, <laughs> I'm conniving against someone. This was yeah. like his first breakthrough role, though. Oh, uh, America, right? I think so. He's like a. I mean, technically, is this, is this really an American movie? <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't know what right. this movie is. Alex Price is a yeah. It's like the time that he Australia, was really right? starting to show up in like American cinema. No, that's that's the time. Yeah, this was the movie. Yeah, and originally, I guess it could have been uh, Brandon Lee if you know he did yeah. die on uh, the crow. Well, Bre- Brandon Lee? What, 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 oh, sorry. You know the story? Oh, sorry. Let me let me uh, shed some light. Uh, apparently, uh, uh, Alex Proyas and uh, Brandon Lee would go to the movies and hang out during the filming of uh, The Crow and they talk about their next projects and he had him in mind for Dark City because he, he yeah well, according I mean like according to Proyas he, he started writing this movie in like 91 like way before The Crow and he tried to get it made and didn't didn't get it made well but I think we should shout Crow, out who he, also co-wrote this with them Lem yeah. Dobbs and David, David S. S. Goyer yeah. <laughs> And I was, um, I was just I was just telling Ruby like later <laughs> I was like yeah. uh, this looks like the <laughs> it's like this looks like the Dark Knight <laughs> it's like definitely has that kind of tone to it you know? yeah there's a lot of I think blend over from especially Batman Batman yeah. Begins yeah and, and Batman Begins Dark, too Dark yeah like, oh this movie came out in ninety eight noir yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You don't say. It, weirdly enough, it had a really weird release schedule. It came out in February, yeah. huh. um, like in like 
back then when like no yeah. movie like if it was <laughs> it was a movie that no one knew what to do with so they just shuffle it off it's kind of like a yeah it's kind of like a dump month for uh, movies yeah. and studios plus and they, uh, yeah they were like up against Titanic too yeah. oh yeah that's the yeah, yeah. same time yeah when the only other movie that could ever defeat Titanic was another Leo movie <laughs> Man in the Iron Mask oh yeah oh really yeah. So, um... That came out, like, right after. But there's a great review by Roger Ebert. I think it's actually the best thing that Roger probably ever wrote, um, where he praised this movie. He actually called it the best movie of the year, and I think if it wasn't for him, like, no one would know about this movie. Like, it just came in with so fast. And, yeah, so here's here's your R-rated scene right here. I, I swear, like, this is the scene where they're like, well, you know... Well, have some of the <laughs> Come on, yeah, from like, like the brains, like or like people getting splattered and stuff like that. It's just like, but like, it's, but totally like, yeah. like tits. American tits will get you all. Like, there's like a little kid yelling like, "Kill him, kill him, yeah. kill him!" But yeah. but no, I think it's the thing is like in anywhere in the entire world, tits are not a problem. But in America, like you show tits, yeah. you, like there's this joke about like for a long time in PG-13 movies, you show one tit, you can get away with it. Show two tits. And then he cut back to the same tits. You're you're definitely got an R. Like yeah. everyone knows this. Or if you say oh fuck God. more than one, once, you can yeah. get yeah. one tit in a PG thirteen. Yeah, you can get one tit in. You could actually in the eighties like probably get into a PG like, movie. Yeah, so. just like kind of side boob, mm-hmm. or like like or pop, or pop out cleavage. Think about it. Titanic is mostly just one boob. Yeah, there's only one boob in Titanic. Yeah. Yeah. So. There's a slouching boob. <laughs> there, there's a one. Bo- I think there's a quick shot of two boobs. So, a one, one boob maximum. Yeah, it was no. It's true. Like you could in the eighties get yeah. away with like okay. with tits, but in the nineties there was something. I guess it was just the again religious <laughs> bringing. Yeah, dude. All of a sudden became like two tits. No way. R rating off yeah. the bat. Like kind of. Was like, it, uh, like the MPAA is just like really weird. Nobody knows who's actually in the MPAA, but, like, it's pretty clear there's, like, if there's any sexual content, it's, like, rated R. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anything involving, yeah, any yeah. any homosexual content or anything that involves actual, like, I think there's, like, a rule unofficially oh, that even, even in an R rating, you can't, like, hump someone more than, like, three or four times. Yeah. If you yeah. do that, or a climax, it's like, you have to cut it a certain team. way. It becomes NC seven or X rated yeah. before or yeah. like any homosexual yeah. or like anything that's like automatically NC seventeen. It can be like a total PG movie, and because oh. the main characters are gay, like they will like be like, "No, nah, it's our adult adult yeah. themes." Yeah, you're like, "What?" Like, what's well, this Adam Sandler movie? Like, you know, I pronounce you Chuck and Larry. You know? uh, yeah. That movie made waves. It made waves. Well, for <laughs> Sandler, like you're you're gonna get away with some shit. It's true. A lot of butts in that movie, by the way. <laughs> this is one of the best. Oh no! Oh, see that, that, that gore scene. Is no, it's Shell Beach gore. Gore. Yeah, 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 a lot of you all the gore it. is black in this yeah. Uh, yeah. for the strangers. Uh, but um, jelly, and then you see the alien coming out of the head. So you didn't watch the cut because I heard that they didn't like they remastered all the CGI in the director's cut. <clears> that's. I should have brought it. I was gonna bring it. There. I, I I watched it once and I was kind of like. Oh, yeah. this is clearly just to, like, get the movie in sort of yeah. traction again. Yeah. Because yeah. I have no problem with this version. I have no problem with it either. I like, like this version better, honestly, too. Isn't But isn't also the director's cut shorter? No, it's longer. It's, it's, t- it's ten minutes longer. It's ten minutes. <clears throat> I believe it's uh, 99 minutes theatrical, 111 uh, extended. So it's about 11 minutes longer. Huh. What? 
then what was added? Because I always thought it was just it's the, just the a little bit more stuff. character uh, development stuff. It's oh. just like extended extended scenes. No more. It was like, you know, quick. it came out during the time of all the extended <laughs> versions coming out. Like after uh, all the Lord of the Rings extended stuff came out, and like yeah. all new line. that one came new out. Line, yeah, new, new line, new line loves that. that. Yeah, back then. <clears throat> so. And then he had, and like Proyas does a, you know, like a little introduction saying like he likes that version better. But like I want to say something about like extended like directors are so like like spoiled with their like extended cuts and stuff, like. I'll say it like the the Frighteners director's cut. Like I don't, it's all right, but I feel like it messes up the pacing. Yeah, and like I feel like the same thing with Dark City is like like the extended uh, version is not as like tight as this version is. I, I prefer this version better. I feel like just yeah, as like stuff that you don't really need anyway. You know. Well, I think it's just one of those things is that th this is the kind of way that you it's so visually you know overwhelming that you don't need more exposition you just sort of have to like right. look around kind of like that like, like the stuff they're adding is like not crucial stuff like you know like kind of like in the lord of the rings ones like that's good stuff that they're adding back in you know like well i mean i if you are the most a fan part. of the novel and so yeah yeah, yeah. So, do you like lord of the rings movies <laughs> yeah i mean like just because they're epic fun yeah. movies not nothing in particular you know yeah um I, I, I tried to get and rewatch them recently, They're and great. I so you, you're a big fan. I just I will get into that. Binge I read the I'm books. Like, yeah, I mean I, I can do that too. Yeah, I can't do the it. The Hobbit ones are I like I haven't watched any of the Hobbits. That was it. Didn't do the Hobbits, but I just I tried to rewatch Fellowship like a year ago, and I was just like. Man, this humor is just not like. There's some really broad humor. Yeah, you're you're like, dumping in his head, you know. Yeah. Like, like usually when I like to watch uh, Fellowship, I'm like chilling at home. Yeah, it's a lazy Sunday movie. Yeah. It's like you know, it's like yeah, because I used to watch it with like my family, yeah, like yeah. on like holidays and stuff. Like, sure. You know, like that's why I like that movie. It yeah. makes me feel like yeah, I'm at home. You know, it's like just like the movie, like the Hobbiton kind of vibe. You know. <laughs> I don't know. It's it just I, I wonder because I again it's one of those movies like what we were talking earlier off off the record kind of thing on with uh, with Venom it's like I guess it's just something like I, I, I'm i trying to see that movie did I see the same movie as everybody else like it's just one of those questions no you're, you're not wrong I mean it's not a fucking good movie yeah, it's just like plot it's just like mm -hmm. I mean it's just it's like you're reading a comic book it's just like yeah. you're, you're you're flipping through the pages of like this dude's like actions for like the but first few minutes. Dark City, so. I've seen like probably a good dozen times, and it's like that's like a comic book movie, but it's it is very drawn up like a comic. Yeah, book movie. like every shot is like is pretty much placed. A lot of it's due to the lighting and just like the costumes and everything. Yeah. Like, but I can I can the watch things. Like, the miniatures mm -hmm. are just on point. Like they use so many miniatures on this movie, it's ridiculous and so impressive well that's that's the end of the era right there is yeah. I think once Lord of the Rings kicks into high gear it's the transition from miniatures to CGI yeah. dominant but luckily sky yeah, beams yeah. Yep. sky beams sky beams become a big thing <laughs> there's a sky beam in this too I think at well, the end yeah a lot of yeah. the the models they used for this movie got sold off to to the Matrix yeah for sets mm -hmm. yep. they use a lot of their sets yeah because they filmed <laughs> in the same place in Australia uh, which sets uh, I, I don't know which ones, uh, but like, they filmed in uh, Fox Studios in Australia. That's where they filmed the Matrix. Oh, you know the first say. Matrix. So this movie was done, and then they sold off a bunch of the pieces to the set pieces <laughs> to make the the Matrix. They kind of also have similar yeah. themes. Yeah, well, like, definitely, yeah, lot, definitely do. And a lot of the miniatures, the in, Neo in theme. Here, yep. Yeah, like a lot of the miniatures in here have like really cool like props where they 
can like expand and contract. No, yeah, yeah. And, like, and it's like, how do you shoot that? Yeah. And it's like, what are you doing? Uh, the, actually moving yeah. it up. The practical effects are, are great. Like, really solid They're in great. this. And then like, yeah. yeah, very very Inception esque too. Now, like when I when I saw Inception, I thought of Dark City. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. Just due to all the buildings moving around. Um. I but, I think it's interesting as well. I mean, Inception's kind of and Blade Runner too. The, honestly, I gotta shout out Blade Runner. Well, this movie yeah, is like totally Blade Runner. <laughs> this fits in the Blade Runner universe. No, it's like that noir. Um, well, it's just like the noir. It does. It does. Um, I, I, we can talk more about that later. No, I I think it has a certain tone, but I don't think it, it fits in that same universe. I think Blade it's Runner. It's like almost there. Well, Blade Runner and Aliens fit in, in each other, but yeah. it, but this but this is more of like inspired of. I yeah. wouldn't say the same because. It's, it's close though. Yeah. It's close. Well, I, I well, think it's there's... in it's like in the same kinship. Yeah. Of like it, it's like just that noir genre. That of, makes like, you that think kind about of like sci-fi a little bit more. 90s. You know? I think Matrix and this movie have a lot in common, actually. Um, oh, totally. The lighting yeah, and the shots is like, yeah. dude, it's like you could be watching the Matrix right now. That looks just like the same and shots. I mean, there's definitely there's... like moments like the look. It's just the funny thing they didn't shoot in the Bradbury building, but they're definitely inspired by a lot of the architecture yeah. of the of, of Blade Runner. It kind of totally, has that Gilliam, totally, right? like that Terry Gilliam feel yeah, it does. as well. Like, also um, yeah, very similar, could, like yeah. cinematography. Yeah. So, uh, so Sid, how are you holding up on a uh, on on this uh, <laughs> like this journey? I feel like I gotta check in because I invited you here just to make sure that you're like. Uh, yeah, like this is definitely a weird one to get people. We're into. not going your, over your head, right? Yeah, no, 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 no. it's. This will all make sense. You just gotta. I was. That's what I was saying. Like, hey, roll, slow your roll, Chris, on the spoilers. Let me, let me give you a, I, yeah. an aspect I do, on. Uh, yeah. I a do composer. have to. I, I do have to say the music in this. And fucking the, yeah, movie. we should be listening to the music. <laughs> yeah, by the way, we bring a musical really composer good. here, and there's no yeah. music at all. I was gonna say, uh, uh, music composed by Trevor Jones. He's he's a a really famous. Uh, Composer uh, from the Monty Python uh, era. Sure, sure. Like he yeah. did all the Monty Python. Gilliam, yeah, yeah, yeah. Gilliam, and, uh, right there. Yep, yep. Um, but he does the music for this, and it's very, very good. I think. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, he I'm also projecting onto what I think it sounds like. If that makes you feel better. Like yeah, he did a lot of like odd, oddball <laughs> movies, but like yeah. uh, like it's very like kind of like, you know, suspenseful yeah. kind of music like. Yeah, it, it's, like a, it's like the parts of Brazil that aren't, like, fucking, like, Brazil. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the kind of yeah. under soft he did that movie. I think he did that Well, aren't we in the dream of Brazil? His dreams? Like, yeah, that's yeah, essentially yeah. This is the movie. Yeah, it's the... This I also is, got, like, a memento yeah. kind of vibe from this mm. movie, too, when I rewatched it. Uh, yeah, I mean, well, you're always looking for yourself. It's yeah. it's That's every Nolan movie, is the, yeah. oh, yeah. who am I? Yeah. And then, you know, you always find yourself... In, there's that like great, really Nolan. That's what I got. Well, there's that it. great like video of Nolan talking about like it, you know how he structured Memento and he's, how it he's ends. He's coming here for the 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 Dark Knight trilogy Q and A. So oh, you gotta go see what, what, Where is this at? It's gonna be in the the AM, AMC in the city. Mm. Like he's gonna, oh, it's nice. gonna be like like the, the Dark Knight trilogy and then like a Q and A. Nice. I, I want to say it's almost uh, past, but maybe. Uh, I would say yeah. Uh, let's look this up afterwards because yeah, I will be like, hey Chris, you remember me from Amoeba? I got you to sign a bunch of stuff for us. Can you um, produce my film? Yeah, will, will you read my script? Chris, Chris uh, can we can you be a guest on this? Yeah. And we're gonna put your movie on with no sound. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm just gonna talk about it. Yeah, you yeah. probably love it. You're not gonna get subtitles. Either. You're not gonna get subtitles. Cause she, yeah. <laughs> what's Matthew McConaughey like? Uh, what's yeah. Matthew McConaughey like? Yeah. <laughs> talk about. That.
Is there another yeah. cut of Interstellar that doesn't suck? No. Because <laughs> no. no. it's, it's weird. It's the only movie, in my opinion, that is like, what happened? Every, just, every other movie just, like, makes sense, I think. Yeah. 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 In one way, it's like his weakest and his yeah. What is powerful, though? Except, except... Beach bum. Yeah. Beach oh, that bum is, is Beach bum. You know, beach bum is very I'm much down, like. Dude. Yeah. It's. I. I just think it because like if you watch Spring Breakers, if you've seen like Trash Humpers or. Yeah, I saw Trash Humpers. Well, Gummo. There's just, all. It's very more like in your exactly. face kind of like, and I think people like are like oh not like about it sometimes like if you in, have, in what Gummo? Well, just sort of his his, his structure is very much like I'm hitting you with this because yeah. that and this one's so like laid back to where you're like okay like there's some insane characters. And it's all from Matthew Hunter's character's perspective. Like, Moondog, people look a certain way because that's how Moondog sees them. 
Moondog? Moondog's the method. Oh, okay. Um, in Moondog, it's all from his perspective. So there's like characters that pop up. And you're like, whoa! Like, does anyone really look like that in real life? Like, no. It's like, but that's how Moondog sees them. I got you. Yeah. Like, there's Zac Efron has like an amazing cameo in that movie. <laughs> oh yeah, dude. Yeah, I mean, I, I didn't like comic movies in general. They're like, I always find them intriguing. You know, like. I kind of wish there were more movies. People would go that route more with movies, and they just mm. don't because I don't know. But then he gets away with so much, and I'm like, how do you get away with like? It was a different time. Just... He like he would he was like I don't know. Yeah. He like got famous before that turnover. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just like people just are willing to go stretch themselves out there. Like I think Franco's James Franco's like best performances in Spring Breakers. Like, you don't say. Like it's, he's pretty it's, solid in that movie. Yeah, yeah it's like in, in, whether you like him or not, like people can't deny that performance. I haven't seen, so I can't, yeah. I can't speak. No, yeah, yeah, sorry. It's like, but uh, I'm just like in that in that realm sort of thing. So maybe we detracted from it, but uh, but yeah. Um, I mean, <laughs> I mean, getting back to like Dark City a little bit, <laughs> um, is that again? It's it, it's one of these movies that sort of like clearly it's like influenced by so much other parts of cinema. Like, especially, like, we, we haven't really talked about the German cinema influence. Like, if you watch a lot of, like, German, like, It's kind of a Hellraiser vibe a little bit. It's like, not Hellraiser, uh, yeah. Metropolis. I, Metropolis. M. Um, all, yeah. A lot of the Fritz Long. When did Hellraiser come out? In the 80s? 87. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Barker's, Barker's influence is definitely in that era. Um, it's funny, this is, like, a thinking man's Hellraiser. Even though I think Hellraiser oh. himself is... I think Hellraiser 2 actually gets the concepts bigger... And the first mm. one's just more of, like, he just wants to, like, play around with, like, the haunted house story. Um, it's funny, uh, I've never thought about that, yeah, with how Pinhead does kind of fit into this yeah. world. It's like a naked Pinhead. Yeah. Although, like, yeah. I don't know, I, I, I guess I'm not ruining anything because you saw, like, they're basically using humans as husk. As what? As, like, husks for their bodies. That's why, like, when his skull got cracked open, like, the little thing came out. Like, that's oh, the actual, shit. like, creature. Yeah. That's gnarly, dude. Yeah. It's, which yeah. kind of goes back to the Matrix and those Sentinels. Yeah. Like, I feel like that's so, kind of the... Like, the bodies yeah. were humans, but, like, essentially, like, they'll, they died and then, like, the creatures inhabited it. Oh. Um, yeah. But they're just trying to, like, make human life. Trip, Zero waste 2020. Am I right? Yeah, right? <laughs> hey, we only got like 10 more years, so uh, We're getting there. It's, it's over. So Sorry, we got a little uh, environmental. On a side note, I noticed because uh, I was re- recommended uh, I watch uh, Stargate the other day by mm-hmm. uh, Steve Z over there. Uh, yeah. A, a very similar uh, instance in the, in the plot where it's like they have. The aliens have to inhabit a, a human host. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I guess so. I so it's, it's been a it's, it's been a long time since like the, ra- the so. race is dying. Well, yeah. So that was, they need to to inhabit the the Ra, right? Ra inhabits uh, one of the yeah. It's I just like, remember like, that we, we, like crushing people in that movie. That's most <laughs> <laughs> from that Stargate. Is, Stargate is that's freaking a really good. Analysis. So. Yeah. analysis because like we score we were really we were talking about like we we originally wanted to do dark city mm-hmm. after uh tremors right and then uh i think i i mentioned stargate because uh, it's on netflix too, and i watched and it on like, netflix i have it yeah. on tape too by the way but that, that's a funny like comparison that like there, there is like the the sun child or whatever like they they take the human form yeah. and shit, so. Raw. alternate universes yeah. man wow 
Oh, oh here we go. Here, here comes the yeah. great model growing of the city. Props are yeah. sick. I want to talk about the the lighting of the movie a little bit where they in the yeah. above world they use um, certain lights. Uh, For some reason, I'm hearing like, Matrix music right now. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. David Arnold. Yeah. Really. It's Same just... composer from Stargate. Okay, I haven't seen Stargate. See? Wow. Yeah. See? Yeah. You're on to something, though. Stargate, you know, I, I remember, like, really getting excited. I had the toys for Stargate. And Dude, then I, saw I wanted it. the toys from Stargate. Like, I saw you had them? I had them. And because wow. remember, they were also... Which ones did you have? I had the James Spader, and I had the oh, Kurt did? Russell. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I wanted, and I had I the Beast, the, the weird little, like, arc <laughs> Oh, yeah, arc like the little... Uh, I just sat there and I was just like, what is going on? Like, I literally thought, like, well, these pyramids are crushing people, but I have no clue what this movie's about. Like, <laughs> I saw it in the theaters, too, and I, yeah. I loved it. Yeah. Oh, man. Hey, all of Canada, and they made an entire series, several series from I know, Stargate. I know. It's, but the uh, thing is, is, like, I really loved Stargate when I was a kid, but, like, when they made all the sh- TV shows, I had no interest at all. Yeah. Same Nothing here. after. I was like, yeah, the movie was, was great. Not like, it, like, it's big right it's like yeah. it's a big uh, like it's tv a, show sci-fi oh, universe, kind of thing yeah, so, like, so are these guys nerds. trying to take this guy's body is that the thing they're like yeah, they're, they're injecting up, they're setting like setting up his body for so they they kind of showed uh Kiefer sutherland like standing over like he was like was developing good. these memories just by like mixing different things that they're pulled from like humans when, when oh, they put okay. them to sleep yeah um, and and so like that's what they inject into people's heads. They mix them up and make different like memories, and then they like inject it into people's heads, and it gives them this like false reality of what wait what so, their life so they're not about. aliens in that. So the so the the big like, people there, like, those guys are aliens. Like, I oh, like I thought, I thought they like yeah. use yeah. their bodies. Oh yeah, they they those are like the they they yeah. basically yeah. inhabit oh, their about bodies above, after yeah. they die. Yeah. Okay, but why do they need to give them memories? They kind of explain it later. Okay, okay, for sure. Yeah, I got you. We can talk about it later. This is like intergalactic like gentrification or something. Yeah, totally. Where they pick and choose who's gonna be like. Like any other classic uh, sci-fi movie wouldn't show, uh, yeah, you know how they abduct the people, but yeah. this movie doesn't show how they abduct the people. Yeah. You know? Well, I think it's it's very good. That's it's, what I like about it. Like it's if like, you look at this family, they were like this like very like marginalized, like living in like a one you know one bedroom studio, kind of thing. And all of a sudden now that they're injecting them, and now they're like this like rich couple. Living yeah. at like the long table. This is in the, the house. big one. Yeah, yeah that's a big, like, a, a bigature right there. Like oh, that zoom shit. in of the the needle needle going yeah. in. That was like a huge. So and then also you see the, the table expand. <laughs> well, they get more food. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They're so rich now. Yeah. Damn, dude. It's like they go just give it ten years, man. Buy property in, in Oakland. And you'll just be like this. <laughs> dude, just straight into the brain, dude. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So this is who you are now. Yeah, kind of thing. That's tight, dude. Like yeah. Every 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 day could change, or it could not change, right? Because they don't change everything like every day, right? It's like it's, what I was no, noticing. No. It's like little changes here they, and there, yeah, right? They they leave like basically the main characters are all pretty much left alone. Yeah. Um, except for well, I mean, obviously. Is that I actually I, I make the different. Yeah. I think Roger Ebert talks a lot about that actually yeah. in his commentary and review. Is that like the detective? At one point, might have been the serial killer, and then the serial oh, yeah. killer is the detective. And then, and then like, like yeah. wow, yeah. So, the, and then, then, then even yeah. even the Kiefer Sutherland's character, as we, you know, as we find out eventually, was yeah, kind of different different he, characters throughout. But it's pretty established, I think, in a later scene that he's pretty much been the same person. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
But there's a great moment when Jennifer Connelly, I think it's maybe in the next, I think in one of the next scenes, she goes to Melissa George's place, and you don't have any explanation how she got there. Yeah. And she in another lifetime, she could have right? been the prostitute uh, that got murdered, or the prostitute that yeah. brings the serial killer home. So it's like this whole sense of everyone sort of has like these like sense memories or or overload, which is very mm. Westworld. Yeah. Gets into all that stuff where it's like, um, you know how. Like, certain characters, the androids... Have you anyone seen Westworld, by the way? The new yeah, series? yeah. So, I, I've seen I the original, seen but... Yeah, well, the, the, the original... I've seen the original's, I think, a brilliant movie. Oh, in its own right. The, the new series is like, yeah. yeah. Speaking yeah. of which, uh, Nolan yeah, Connections, yeah. Jonathan Nolan created the Westworld TV uh, show. That's cool, part. yeah. I, I've seen but, parts, yeah. but, like... Yul Brenner? Yul Brenner's a beast. Yul Brenner's a beast. I'm like, yeah. I mean... Hey, man. Adios Saba. Savada. There you go. Um, now, <laughs> I got me think about Yul Brenner stuff. It's not just King and I, everybody. It's not just King and I, okay? And there's a whole other thing going on with Yul Brenner. Um, I like him in Magnificent Seven. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> anyways, with Westworld, is that in the new series, there's this whole thing about, like, sort of sentient overload where they've had, like, other lives, and all of a sudden they now start glitching. And whatnot, and so I think that's sort of like what's going yeah, on here is that yeah, like, we have like yeah. these memories of other uh, lifetimes. lifetimes, and yeah. like, and then but they're all but it's overloading now that they're becoming like essentially like sentient human beings, yeah. and they're like, hey, like there's this underworld that's going on that's controlling it. You know what the scariest shot of uh, of Dark City is when it's like when they, he's doing like the recap, like when he injects him with like that recap like, serum or whatever. You're on. He's like seeing everything and he like pops up in all his dreams, right? Like, I love that. Right, and, and it shows like the little kid carving up the chick, the naked chick with the spider, right? 
So it's like okay. Kid was doing it. Like, yeah. Is it like, it is it shit? Yeah. So it's like how like the people like set the stage for everybody. You know, like they're just like doing all this horrific shit to set up an incident. You know, just sat down and cut it ourselves. Crazy, dude. In 2016, and then we finished it. Then, so. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's a trap I've gotten a lot of times is, like... Oh, shit, I feel like, pe- like, for some directors, at least, I don't know, I have a limited experience, but, like, they put a lot of their energy into just the shooting phase. Mm-hmm. And of course, And they maybe yeah. lose steam, and they don't necessarily know what they want. Right. And also, I don't know if you've gotten this either, but, like... Uh, clear that out. I don't know, I'm probably from an audio perspective, but, but a, a lot of pro- um, projects I've gotten on the fucking sound is terrible and then they just like throw it, it at better. you and you're like you're an audio guy you can figure Make this it out oh, yeah. it's like yeah <laughs> I can so do weird. this but it's just in, this is like a big job to match all this like ambience and like yeah, like, yeah what if you yeah. don't have all the proper stuff you yeah. have to make it bigger somehow like, exactly like bigger? it's this one guy how do you do like, that you gotta it, record I left out because he had like good on stage set just push some buttons bro but like there's definitely some like matching I needed to do but he was cool enough like he um any so like had, uh, any like like extra tools I needed, he was down to like uh, expense or whatever. Oh, that's so yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So like yeah, like I, I was able to. Yeah. I was because I wasn't about like I paid like maybe like four hundred dollars in like extra plugins and stuff, which was what? tight because he covered it. Yeah. What? So it, like once I got those plugins, it was effortless. But yeah. like I wasn't about to like put four hundred dollars of my own money. Into, no, of course like, yeah. you're not supposed I mean, to. You're not supposed yeah. to. Yeah. yeah. We we had a guy who left. Um, he actually lost some of the tracks. We had a pretty good sound sucks. but it, it just it happens, it just happens. Yeah. like and it's something and he was doing the sound mix for another short too Skitter Love and then this other one and he just disappeared and then um, we hired another guy and we paid him a good chunk of money he had a studio and everything and gave us like the shittiest quality like we were really pissed about it like and we we're just like alright like this is the thing yeah. and sometimes it doesn't come out right huh? well it's just sort of like there was a lot of excuses yeah but it just it just happens where you're just sort of like someone who you know and then I found another guy who was just sort of like he had he had the time yeah and we had a little bit of money so we we gave it to him but but that was one where like tracks were just lost and yeah one of the hardest jobs for me to do is like taking ADR to matching it to um Live. Yeah, and I think I have like somewhat of a workflow with that, mm-hmm. but it's not. It's just like not the funniest thing for me to do. It's very yeah. tedious. Oh yeah. But <laughs> I'm some, there's honestly some really good tools out there though. Like at least that I. Help you match. Yeah, there's like a tool that helps with like EQ matching, mm-hmm. and it's like actually pretty interesting how it works. But like they use for like TV and all that shit. Like yeah, exactly. Like stuff. exactly yeah. TV stuff. Like you have like, like one guy that's mic'd, but thing, another right? guy who's not mic'd. Yeah. So it's like, how do I get these two to sound in the same? source yeah. that's cool yeah it is kind of cool because it's like in the what i do in the past is like i'd like um like strip down both their those audio tracks until they don't have like noise and then build it up from there yeah. which is like it's just like really fucking annoying but there's this tool called rx from like isotope which is really good about like you can like feed it in audio source and it gets like a profile of like the frequency spectrum and you can apply that to another track so I've been using that a lot with this one project I'm working on. And I, you know what, this week I actually, or this last project I've worked on, I've got a great tool for uh, uh, noise reduction that I just, has really helped me a lot. Because noise reduction is a huge problem, I feel like, with when I'm dealing with like different audio sources. Yeah. Um, and my impulse is to like, oh, match it to the other one, where it's like, now with this tool, like I'm able to like, 
start both those tracks from a baseline really quickly. Mm-hmm. But yeah, in the past, dude, it was just like, you guys know what DSing is? Yeah, DSing was just like fucking nightmare for me. Because <laughs> like, especially when you're dealing with um, dialogue, it's not like music in that like this is a dedicated just this track. It's like yeah. you're dealing with clip by clip basis. So it's just like hundreds of tracks. Like, okay, I'm going to DS this this way and then take yeah. this. Out of- you have to change it up all the, throughout the entire thing. Yeah. yeah. And it's like your job is like making sure that your edits aren't noticeable rather than. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's the hard part, right? Yeah. <laughs> I, like I've just kind of given up on some of that, and I just try and accentuate the Good that question. shit. And I'm just like, all right, like this is a clip. Yeah, I mean, my, my approach with with audio is like it's reductive. Yeah. It's like all subtractive. Like you're never yeah, adding always, more things. Always. Uh, all right, let's uh, continue this piece. <laughs> oh, I've been recording this whole time. Oh so. yeah. Is this thing off? <laughs> hey. Welcome well, back, back to east of Lake Mare. It's yes, indeed. Sula. The second half of Dark City. So, uh, how much in the dark are you, Sid, on this movie right now? Pretty dark right now. Uh, <laughs> what do you think of the colors of this movie? Like, as a... I'd say on the dark side. Yeah. <laughs> He's not a cinematographer. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you fucking about colors, man? <laughs> no, I, I'm just personally interested in the colors of this film. Yeah, Is cool that colors. because he dropped acid before this? I don't know. <laughs> oh... <laughs> It's kind I of just got, like, like the. I mean, Darius Wolski is a really good cinematographer. Oh, yeah. And uh, you guys know how like the Matrix has like that green yeah. hue. Yeah. This is like that blue. Yeah. 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 This it's is like right like before the Matrix. Blue, yeah. Yeah, it's like, this is also a uh, Darius Wolski. Who borrowed Wolski's. from who? You know. Yeah. <laughs> no, you know, who, like, you know what I mean. As I've gotten older, I've realized how much like the Matrix was inspired by other things. No, totally. Yeah, like yeah. Ghost in the Shell and like, everything. I didn't even know about. I've never heard of this movie, so. This seems like it has a... I think this was maybe, like, one of the last-minute ones, maybe. Yeah, inspiration. But, Down, dude. But definitely, it, it was being made around the same time as this movie. Dude, I'm the Matrix... Is timeless. Oh, you going to say? Sorry. I was just saying the Matrix is timeless. Like, yeah, I is. thought, like, I went through my Matrix phase and, like, I got over it or whatever, uh, but... No, you go back to it. You go back to it, and you're like, holy yeah. shit, this is, how, this is, like... The music, everything. Yeah, great. I mean, like, this is real as fuck, like... We're all batteries. Yeah. We're all batteries. <laughs> Just resources I for other I don't, I don't know if I mentioned it, but I think I did mention it. But like the <laughs> sets, some of the sets from this movie were sold to. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Matrix, see, yeah. back, back again. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I'm surprised we've not talked about any of the Rocky Horror Picture Show connections. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. which is going on. Richard, uh, Richard O'Brien. Richard O'Brien, everybody. He's really great in it he's, too. He's the real star of this movie. <laughs> yeah, his voice <laughs> alone is just <laughs> so. So does this movie have a lot of voiceover in it, or no? It has a little bit, yeah. The like beginning, narration. yeah, like yeah. the Keeper Sutherland. Uh, it's really just the narration of the narration. Who's the narrator, Keeper Sutherland? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh. Made by the studio. Yeah, I was like that. Yeah, it's it's definitely a lot of talking and a lot of like sound cues and musical mm. cues. Yeah, that's fun, I guess. Yeah, the yeah. when the music kicks in, it's very epic <laughs> and uh, thrilling, like heart pounding kind of music, like very uh, <laughs> driving kind of. It's like, like, why, why aren't we just playing with the with the sound? <laughs> yeah. Other than that, it's very quiet. Other than that, it's very quiet. I feel like we're in like a hip bar or something. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you guys ever go to like... That's uh, East of Lake Merritt, everybody. Yeah, yeah dude. That. East of Lake Merritt. It could be a bar name. Yeah. It could be a bar name. You guys are in Berkeley, right? 
Mm-hmm. You know, East East India or something? East, East India. East India Spice Company. Oh, yeah, I heard of that place. Uh, yeah. I, they always I actually have, just like, watched it on TV. On uh, Check, Please, uh, Bay Area. The, they had an episode? The public, uh, yeah, yeah. You don't say it. Yeah, they ju- I just saw it, like, a couple days ago. That's weird that you What is it, it called? East? East Bay Spice Company. No, what's the show called? Check, Please, Bay Area. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, no, they are always <laughs> showing, like, the Gremlins, this, like, 80s movies on there. Yeah, yeah, they were playing, uh, like, uh... Big Lebowski, like when I yeah, watched the exactly. show, <laughs> it's like exactly that's kind of where, where I feel right place? now. This is like right in my uh, my backyard. The there. backyard, everybody. Yeah. Where is it? It's like somewhere I, by the theater somewhere. It's uh, like on Shattuck. I have not been to this place, but uh, it's closer to campus. Like, I went yeah, to Berkeley, campus, so yeah. like, oh, okay. I'm, like I just know things by the campus. You see, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. we have, we have Berkeley alumni, everybody. No, East India. Yeah, you never been there. Where? To the, the Spice Company? Oh, yeah. No, I've been there a lot. Oh, yeah. They've got, like, non-hour, which is pretty tight. Or just, oh, like, yeah. non and tikka masala sauce. That's their bar snack. How good of yeah. an idea of that? Yeah, I heard they do, like, tacos and stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what's that about? I haven't been there. I can't speak uh, to that. But <laughs> so I can speak to non-hour, dude. I should <laughs> speak to that. I got a question to ask you, Sid. Uh, so you're a Berkeley alumni? Yeah, dude. Go Bears. Go Bears. Go Bears. How, how was the uh, upbringing at, at the UC system of Berkeley? Well, it's like, you know, I'm originally from the East Coast, and it's like, you know, you have your impressions of places, and by the time you go to those places, you're kind of over them. Right. So it's like, that was my experience. It's like, oh, like, I had a very, like, 60s impression of Berkeley, and it's like, oh, no, actually, it's It's like, like it's pretty much just like a private school with, like, Mm -hmm. people, you know. The UC stamp on it. Yeah, yeah, and, you know, it it was a little bit, like, disillusioning. I'm not going to say I had a bad experience at Berkeley, because I had a lot of really dear friends and like met a lot of like I just had like a lot of opportunities in Berkeley and like have done cool stuff there mm-hmm. but um were you part of the liberal arts program at Berkeley yeah or? I studied cognitive science um yeah. but so that's like a very interdisciplinary major mm-hmm. there's like a lot of different classes you take but um yeah I have a really broad friend group I lived in the co-ops I don't know whether you guys know which uh, which co-op there uh, Stebbins no Stebbins. but I played a okay. lot of shows at, uh, mm-hmm. not a lot yeah. played like Maybe two or three shows at CZ and Ridge. Yeah. And then... Um, what was the one that got shut down? Cloyne. Cloyne. I spent, I spent a night in Cloyne. Yeah, I mean, I went to that last pirate party, and that was fucking oh, epic, dude. that was the guy who, the, the guy fell off the roof? Or, no, no, no. no. You... So, so <laughs> yeah. Cloyne got shut down, and well, not shut down, but became a substance-free house. And before, it was just, like, and super epic, like... Crazy parties, room-to-room parties where, you know, just, like, really surreal stuff happens. And you go room-to-room, and it's, There's like... There's a lot of cat litter in that place, too, actually, but that's... It can like, get grimy, I'm, like, I'm not yeah. gonna lie, but it's just, like... It's pretty cool <laughs> to, like... I don't know. I just remember feeling like I've never heard of any place like this before. And now, like, I am, I don't know, doing <laughs> whippets and, like, yeah. seeing something weird afterwards. Like, that's the theme, is whippets. Um... <laughs> Usually you get starts with karaoke night and then it just goes to whippets. Yeah. yeah, and I'll say those environments though are very like uh, encouraging of like creative things. So I'll give you an example. Like, I <clears throat> like um, did a lot of like electronic music in college, but there's never quite a live setting for it. Right. So what they would let me do is like, okay, just play like piano versions of your songs in between band night, right? How, yeah, like, that's, that's it. Like, it's like, we have a piano, like, bands are setting up, just do something in between, like... What the fuck? Yeah, so it's like... <laughs> this is when drugs are good for you. So. Yeah, and I, like, I also like, would say, like, like that's where I learned that, like, there's also, like, very smart people who get 
who fucking party. You know what I mean? Uh, and that was cool, too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But uh, do you feel like with the demise of the co-ops that Berkeley definitely changed over into what we kind of know now? Is this like... No. In, no. Gonna, I was going to say, I don't yeah. think that's due to the co-ops so okay. much as just like the general trend in higher education and like... Yeah. Uh, the, the stratus, you know, they stratify who can go to those places, and I feel like I got on like the tail end of like merit versus like can you pay for this sort of thing? You know what I mean? Yeah, because um, yeah. I think there's definitely transition. Because I mean, what I mean, you talked about how your 1960s sort of environment of Berkeley that was more the co-op kind of world. Yeah, and then now it's a lot of people I meet are just like, oh, I'm an engineer engineer that's like yeah. the go-to and there's none of these like interdisciplinary yeah. like um like studies or philosophy yeah. of the liberal arts system is just like gone well so. yeah yeah i mean so. i think that's definitely true and i would say also uh the bsc that organization where all the co-ops are mm-hmm. um they're very much driven by the berkeley schedule but i would say not everybody who lives in those that co-op system go to berkeley mm-hmm. they go to berkeley city college they're also, just where um, a lot of the co-ops are are by the theological school. So there's a lot of, like, um, not a lot, but there's, like, a good amount of people who are into, like, those graduate programs, which is very interesting, which is outside of, like, like you're saying, like, there's a lot of engineer types just because of the proximity to that. They're close to the engineering parts of campus. But I would say, like, yeah, I mean, it feels very different than how you thought. And I, I couldn't pick up on what the reason was until, like, maybe almost before I left and it's like yeah there's just a very it's I think it's a uh, an image of like higher like what higher education is like at large everywhere where it's just like privilege and stuff and like people think like because the co-ops are cheaper to live at which they are it's like they try and get in on that but it's like you're maybe not the people that are that this program is designed for you know what I mean like my roommate who I love to death my boy Carlos he was like undocumented and like um was like in a certain like group of people who yeah. this was like more conducive for and then i'd see like other people who are like you know i'm like a pre-med person like really driven and it's like this is like the best bang for my buck kind of thing and i didn't necessarily think those things were yeah. fair or whatever but because it, it is very affordable to live there compared to other places by campus, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, that's a lot of the selling point of that, besides it being, like, a fun place to be. Some people's just dollars and cents, and I totally get that. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. the only reason I moved there is because, like, I went to college there, and I, I like, graduated, like, a semester later than all my, my friends. So, like, I had, like, this weird, like, grace semester and year where I, like, all my friends were gone, but, like, I needed a social place, so. Mm-hmm. And I had been on their list for a while, so, like, it was easier for me to get in. But yeah, I mean, like, it was great. Like, I fell in love there and, like, get, you know, went through yeah. that whole thing. And then, but yeah, it, it's a cool environment. I don't know. Like, I don't know. The bigger houses are, like, more open to, you know, outsider partying. And then there's more insular places. There was, like, very, like, clicky attitudes in, like, the mid-sized to smaller houses. Because, like, if you think about it, you're just, like, going to hang out where people live. And I get, yeah. I get why people are, like the fuck is this person in my house kind of thing yeah. <laughs> but there's also like places that are so big where it's like I don't I don't have time to meet everybody here kind of thing so yeah. I don't know it was a, it's an interesting space I think it was very unique and I'm like glad I went, saw that part of like people living together in a certain type of way mm-hmm. 
I just think I'm like, I don't think we can do it now anymore, you know what I mean? Like, so you're living in your own dark city, is what you're yeah, saying. You could say that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that's actually, it's very true. I think the system in general has changed quite a bit where going to college is not really get the college experience. It's more like, you gotta get in, gotta get out, gotta get a job. Yeah, I don't... It, and not yeah. to yeah, I think experience the, stuff like that. Anymore. The idea is very, like, um, dollars and cents and like, yeah. what can I get out of this, like, extremely expensive investment, you know? Yeah. Like, what is, like, me putting all this money down? It, it's very much, like, flipping your experience versus, like, when college is more equitable. It's like, yeah, you can go and figure out, like, what your experience is to grow intrinsically. And now I think it's way more dollars and cents, which I think is, like, I don't think that's bad, I just don't think the idea of like selling college to everybody is a good idea. Because yeah. like, what's the point of going to college for like, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with like, like an English degree or like more of those course, humanity, yeah. humanities degrees. Like I actually think there's actually a lot of value in that. But cool. I think like the way it's sold to young people now is a little actually exploitive. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think something like Berkeley, you would actually think would be tuition free or some sort of situation. Public schools, yeah. Yeah, sure. they'd almost be, and it's not. I mean, I know NYU just recently said med schools free now. Yeah. But like someone told me about that. And that's, I mean, that's cool. Like I'm just surprised. Like if you probably 20, 30 years asked me like who would do that, I'd think Berkeley. But now it's like, well, uh, no. <laughs> you know why? It, yeah. it, it was originally like, uh, yeah, it was not not for any sort of profit. Like so. No, totally. Uh, it used to be free. The the reason I've I've heard why all these like because Berkeley's a public school, right? Why mm-hmm. all these schools are getting more expensive is not because of education costs, but actually like administrative costs. Mm. So it's mm-hmm. like think of it this way: like, you have a nonprofit, right? Your mm-hmm. idea is just like, well, I'm going to get the best people so I can grow this thing. But then after a certain point, it's like you don't need, like once the infrastructure is up, you don't need the best people to continue running this place. You should actually put more resources into like educators and stuff instead of like paying like, um, I don't know, a chancellor like six figures. You know what I mean? You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. So actually, you know, that's like a, a bigger picture of like education at large. Like there's all these administrative costs, but college is not getting that much expense more or like better you know what i mean as a result of it you're paying more for the people to oversee things exactly and that's the bullshit part yeah and then you know like these textbook companies get in on that action too and it's just like Mm -hmm. i'll let i'll let uh, trevor noah to handle that one yeah Mm -hmm. (laughs) but anyway like (laughs) um i i will say overall i like my working experience like i met a lot of cool people and like a broad set of people but it's like i don't i'm not doing what i did when I learned in college, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I just kind of feel like it was a, a certain kind of privilege that I got, you yeah. know what I mean? Well, That's funny cool. enough, like, vocational school, especially, like, the history of being a film student or an art, you know, musician or something, you're always at the back of the portables, like, no one talked to you, and now it's, like, the forefront, like, USC, oh, totally. getting an education, mm-hmm. essentially, like, paying for what you should just be paying for a movie, or yeah. paying for, you know, like, yeah. Yeah, on your yeah. own sort of thing. I mean, that's one thing I, I left school for, was, like, well, I'm... I'm learning more on set and finding internships then. And then I had like a moment, you know, when 2016 rolled around with the election and stuff where I was like, you know what, I need to go back to school because I actually want to get involved in education more. But it was sort of like, but I'm not going back for film or film related, you know, like local arts. It's like you have to really like, unfortunately that was the place 30 years ago. Mm -hmm. And now it's more like, "Mm, you learn on your own, you learn more in the street. (laughs) You um, really do, yeah, and I think that that's emblematic of like things like other industries as well. I don't think that's just like exclusive to like yeah. the arts and humanities, yeah. because like 
I have a lot of friends like I don't know who just got jobs through the Berkeley like network, mm-hmm. you know, which is I which is why I think like people like want people to go to those schools because of the network and like I didn't necessarily like do that, you know what I mean? Because like I, I don't know. I just, like, was very naive and thinking just, like, college is a meritocracy, you know, and, like, life is a meritocracy, and it's really not. The only time really you ever not. use that word is in college. Yeah. <laughs> outside dude. of maybe a conversation and coffee, so. Yeah. But, yeah. Anyway, well, I missed a lot of this movie, sorry. No, no, I think this actually is something where this movie's all about programming. Of, uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, being enlightened, be, not being enlightened. Yeah. See, this is why we invite people out here in uh, east of Lake Mary. Yeah, I just get <laughs> I get chatty when I'm drunk as all. Well, the other thing too is, but you're talking about something that is also relevant to the Bay Area. This specifically Absolutely. is. Yeah. Um, that's when I heard when I, been, I didn't know you were an alumni. Being really real, hella real. It's yeah. Been yeah. Really Shit just got real yeah. on the episode of Dark City because yeah. Dark City is a legit. It's a, it's a metaphor for every city that, you know, we are is populated, you know? It's like, oh, this scene is, like, life stuff. in general. Yeah, it's like, it's <laughs> the, like stair, the staircase extends. It's like, no, nope, <laughs> it was small, but now you got to run up a longer one. Damn. Yeah. And then it's outside a brick wall, and you got to go on the roof. But the, the, yeah. when you look at it deeper, it's like they're not doing that intentionally. It's yeah, just, like, that. the whole like, city's changing and shit. <laughs> That's some CGI there. Yeah, it's yeah. cheap CGI. I it's not like Spider-Man. So it's like yeah. the crow right there. I think some of the, it, like, like they, jumping, they did, yeah. it looks like they did like some sort of practical effect, but then they used like a lens on it and then yeah. did a composite. They bend it, it. Yeah, they can do some bending. Especially, oh, yeah. yeah, with the buildings going up. That looked terrific. Yeah. Because you can bend light, man. <laughs> the models. That's 98. The we models had, in this we movie had, uh, are just so some beautiful. sort of technology to do that. Yeah. They did everything for real, for the most part. A lot of like uh, miniature shots. Yeah. Like they did in the crow. You'll see uh, oh, yeah. science that's a miniature right there. The whole thing. Oh yeah, science of sleep. That yeah, that's super tight. Those little like. Yep, they did the same yeah. thing too. Yeah. Which is just fun, like crafty shit. Yeah, that's what it's about when you make a movie. You gotta have fun with that art design a little bit. That's the thing too is that you actually like you learned it either on set or you learned this in the back of the portals yeah. how to build <laughs> real things. And yeah. So I have a guy that can build so, models. No, there have been a couple times, and especially this kind of does relate back to Proyce's, you know, experience with the crow, is that there are things you can do now in movies that don't require as much danger, which, yeah. again, movies are dangerous or should be in some level of, like, danger because you're yeah. skirting that line. Yeah. yeah. But uh, but there are things, yeah, in where you don't have to depend on, like, an animal or you have to depend on, you know, like, uh, a gunshot going off, oh, which is, like... Like on that level, yeah. you can just do that in post, and it actually looks you know pretty decent now. Yeah, fix it like, in post. Yeah, yeah, you can do it. A this scene easier, is fucking but they, great. Yeah, yeah. With, the, with the building moving closer towards yeah. him. Um, also, yeah. one of the best yeah. scenes in the film. Yeah. <laughs> like, I think this this would <laughs> he breaks the window. That's pretty cool. Yeah, you would think this would gain it a rated R, but it did not. <laughs> Does this white I mean, guy it's already squished? rated R. That's oh, why, yeah. because it's like maybe this oh, is one no. of the things they he got they added is like the gore, <laughs> the gore uh, little spurts. <laughs> I just think it goes back to I think that it was the nudity, and then just this movie is just too weird. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. this guy gets squished. Yeah. It's like oh, that, no, that, that, that part. And all the there. blood splatter. Too. I didn't see it. Was yeah. It, yeah, did it's I miss black. It? It's, it's like, it's like they, they make it black. Like they they don't. Is that like a little like trick to like get it? PG thirteen rating or something. Uh, well, just in general, the MPAA tends to like shy away. Like violence doesn't really necessarily oh, earn shit. you a, a yeah. worse rating. 
Usually um, the suffering of violence, if you have the yeah. repercussions and it tends to uh, uh, get you the R. So if that was like a redder splatter, that would be R. Yeah. yeah. Wait, yeah. What, is this PG-13 or R? It's R. This is R. Oh, okay, it's so R. we're good. Yeah. Okay. This yeah. motherfucker yeah, is biting things? Yeah, yeah so he bit him, yeah. What a little bitch, dude, <laughs> bite someone. It's a little crazy little yeah. kid. Uh, I gotta pee against her. But I think like... It's almost like the fifth element right here. Yeah, <laughs> I just you know what's weird? Story. I was a, oh, that's what I was watching, Steve. I, I, I told him I, I had like this 1994 thing. Mm-hmm. I've been watching movies from '94 recently, like randomly, mm-hmm. and uh, the Shadow is what I watched. And then, like you see, like they had that weird billboard that's like someone smoking and like it's yeah. the same billboard, like a similar billboard. It's that's the noir factor of yeah, it. Yeah, um, it is. It is right. A radio the play. It is. Um, yeah, I think I think there's definitely like. Certain colors. I mean, I. I think that was a weird one. Right now, Muscle McKay at the <laughs> at the top of his yeah. game, and and you have also Alec Baldwin before yeah. he became like character actor Alec Baldwin. Yeah, and, and then like when he becomes the Shadow, he has like this fake nose thing going on. Oh, okay. It's like I don't. I, I get a reason. I, I, I saw that. that a lot when I was growing up. It was cool. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I wanted to rewatch it. I was just like, oh, this is gonna be good. <laughs> yeah. It was. And cool. how did it hold up? It was. It was not that good. Oh okay. Oh, Russell K. <laughs> it, it was worth the watch, but, like, it was very boring. And, uh, you know, he was just kind of, like, Alec Baldwin was really good, but, yeah. you know, the bad guy was kind of lame, and, yeah. The yeah. effects were not really as Almost, almost like, if you, if you watch that movie, I think also there's, like, big trouble little China things going yeah. on in it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. It, it totally felt just like that, but, like, not as like, epic as Big Trouble. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, the shadow was just kind of all over the place and just... Kind of like a, a story you'd read in the paper, kind of. Yeah, well, I mean, it's a radio, it was a radio play. Yeah, it felt, like, it felt like that. Yeah. But this like, movie, uh, though... Peter Boyle and, uh, is the cab one. driver. Good. Peter Boyle! Young Frankenstein. That's all I'll say about it. It was alright. Yeah. I don't know, I think with this movie, is you could almost say it is sort of like a radio serial. You could... It'd be kind of cool to see if like someone did do this, like got the script for this movie and did like a radio serial kind of thing. Yeah. It'd be interesting. Um like the shadow because it has sort of the same tones and sort of does this guy have a glass eye doesn't it kind of look like he has a glass <laughs> <laughs> yeah Rubus still doesn't have a glass eye he's got those big brights he is kind of a let me call someone who dated him one of them is lazy right it's okay no offense no offense yeah it's not distracting I could solve this in one phone call but I won't it's the wonky eye you're doing something to all of us shut up <laughs> Please listen, shut up. <laughs> Sorry, doing a few lines from the movie. Yeah. I thought William Hurt was really good in this, actually. William yeah. Hurt's always, always when good. When he has the hat on, too, in the beginning. Like, everybody that wears a fedora in this movie deserves some credit because they look great. <laughs> yeah. And it kind of reminds me of, like, a Western, or it reminds me of, like, a noir, you know? So, or the do you guys know like how they did CGI in the 90s? Um, like, how did they do this shit right here? So they, they had the computers. They were a lot bigger. Yeah. Uh, a lot of things were on strings. So or they had models of things like mm-hmm. if you ever watched like uh, if you watch like the old Nutty Professor movies like the Eddie Murphy ones. You can't remember. See the behind the scenes. There's a lot of, like tennis balls. Like you'll see tennis balls mm-hmm. everywhere. Oh, you can it's, like, like motion capture. I got you. Okay. Um, so they at least you always have to have like a model mm-hmm. for something. Yeah. That's CGI. Even to this day, yeah. like yeah. to render like off. Base of. off. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I'm working on a movie now that, like, they did, like, these, um, 
they made like these model claymation houses and then it's just like surrounded by green screen okay and, and, yeah, and then they got like kind of like some like some kind trippy of background, background yeah. thing, yeah. Is it a is it a CGI claymation or is it live action? It's a live action movie, but there's okay. claymation parts of it. Okay. Um, so this is one thing I noticed because like there's a good amount of green screen in this movie, and I don't know mm-hmm. that you guys have dealt with green uh-huh. screen enough, but like, do you find like there's like this trippy like, like, green shine that is very like distracting? You know? Uh, yeah. It can be, yeah. I it's, why does glow that? off the skin and shit? Yeah. Yes, yeah. exactly. It makes everything yeah. glow. And it, it, well, I think also with the the chroma keyer like actually picks up the glow on the skin, so you get kind of a like a wash through that's not as opaque on the edges. Okay. Like, yeah, we used to experiment yeah. with the, the green screen a little bit. Yeah, I found it like especially this one guy's wearing sunglasses. I'm like, dude, I can see the fucking through through the glasses. Oh, yeah. 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 Reflection is it just terrible. Terrible. Yeah. Glasses yeah, it in looks, general. It looks really like yeah. Looks the, cheesy. The lighting no offense, right. but no, yeah. same. I mean, yeah. glass is the enemy of green screen at the yeah. end of the day. I mean, that's what it is, is that with reflection. reflection stuff, and, yep. and also yeah. just sort of, um, I mean, I remember like when they were trying to shoot a lot of 3, even when 3D became really big, like they yeah. were wanting to shoot more stuff on water, and water is a reflector. So reflect, yeah, and that's, like it's glass, impossible. it's just moving glass, and so you can't really shoot 3D on, on water. Or, yeah. You oh. can now, but it's like yeah. way more Before of a difficult. It was, yeah. Yeah. So it's... How do you guys feel about three D? I I don't I don't it, I don't I don't think if it makes sense you know if it's like I'm like that, Freddy's night uh, Freddy's yeah. dead I think I, I think they uh, obviously people overdid it yeah, yeah like there's a done. certain phase like yeah. turn of the decade or whatever like Avatar yeah. and after that shit oh, yeah. that's well, what fucked Avatar, up I mean like that, that was, cha- that it to change the whole thing yeah like that was the greatest thing about Avatar like, I don't remember watching Avatar it was. Like when I saw it in the theater, like, everybody I was like, saw yeah, it, but nobody remembers. <laughs> but then when I watch it now, I'm just like, alright. They're like, fucking making two more, dude. The zeitgeist is over. Shit about fucking Avatar, bro. Like, well, we'll see. Uh, yeah. We'll see how the second one goes. I mean, I mean it's it something that you Cameron. want to make movies <laughs> as, as an, I always wanted everything to be more handmade. Yeah, okay. yeah no, I feel that. I kind of feel that. Yeah, like James Cameron stuff. I mean, some people really, like, and I think that's the brain sort of thing is you take someone who's 15 years old now, they really don't see the difference in the CGI to, like, that's practical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's so all the same to them. Like. Some do, but, I mean, what I really love about it is just how things are handmade more. And yeah, I mean, I tend to like practical effects, too. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. Just in general with, like, art things I'm into, like, the more, like, um, I can see what the source is. You know, if that makes sense, like, mm-hmm. like things I can relate, I can't relate to like a green screen, you know, a lot of visual, yeah. um, a v- a VFX and stuff, but like, you know, I don't know, something grainy yeah. like Dogma 95, like I get that source and get what like cameras are using and like it feels closer to me or something. I think, yeah, it's definitely with like story. I mean, if you want, here's the tough part is that, you know, some people really want that polish they want to... That's really true. know that like yeah they, they want to be that immersive kind of yeah. thing but at the same time Steely Dan-esque <laughs> like, <laughs> that's why I don't like Steely Dan yeah, that's, another, that's another story no, there's, time. no I hear so. you there's definitely the people who are like I need the maximum quality oh, and that is my measure of what is good yeah. well we've gone through the festival circuit a little bit you've seen probably been to other film festivals than the one we met at yeah. uh, and you notice that everyone wants to make it look as clean as possible and 
for me, I don't like that per se. I like I want to see sort of the the rubber bands and the duct tape. Kind Same. Of thing like that. Like, and ultimately, it's know. because like that's how I feel. Maybe it's because we're like people who make creative work. But like for me, it's like I'm able to relate to things that are less polished because I know what it's like to make something not polished and to like put it in a setting where it doesn't look polished and make it still great. I feel is more relatable for for me personally. Oh, nice. Um, I think there's a huge audience for that. I just say think also people like they're scared because of the time and money and energy they put into it that it's like it has to look like a mint you know that's thing. true and I get that yeah you know for for me it's like well then you should just go make commercials I mean, that's, that's really <laughs> yeah, like that's my answer point. to that it's yeah, like, yeah it's like yeah there's a place for that but I think there's a place for everything yeah like yeah I mean you can go super commercial on on like even some sort of like independent film yeah and get away with it and I think I've seen a lot of that in like especially like Chinese or like Thai really Thai cinema um, lately like uh, there's there's a good one on Netflix I recommend it's called uh, uh, Skowak Jagong <coughs> uh, it's really that. fucking great uh, yeah it's a Thai film so subtitles yeah but is it a uh, drama action it is a action? kind of action film so like it's there's a lot going on. There's, like, these guys are, like, pretty much trying to be superheroes. And they kind of have some superpowers, but not really great superpowers. Mm-hmm. Uh, but just, like, they're just kind of a mess in general. Well, but they, can... they go in and just, like, fight this, uh, mm-hmm. like, underground society that has, like, is developing, like, zombie-esque, like, creatures. So. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you could, you could also use, I mean, this is the intensity of it is, like, something from Thailand... Though it, it, I have not seen this film you talk about, is Indonesia and all the raid movies and the guys who've made that stuff is way more in the sense that their bodies are physically the special effect kind yeah, of like that. Yeah, yeah. And it's... Um, it's like a lot. Yeah, it's like, well, it's like the Jackie Chan method. Yeah, it's, right. it's, and I think they're inspired by a lot of the films that, especially we've talked about here... Where it's sort of like it's they want the physical presence, like the actual, but then mm. the as yeah. us in the United States, we've kind of moved away from like, oh, let's just make everything again. It goes back to that safety, not dangerous method, you know, like mm. let's create crazy worlds, but it's all in one studio in Bourbon, you know, it's <laughs> yeah. like, yeah, and we can't have that. I mean, you, wow, look at that shot, sort of that. I, I don't know, it just depends on how it works. I mean, a movie like this, like Dark City, you see you that have all those resources, yeah. But, you know, it's, and then, you know, of course, it inspires, like, The Matrix, but then look at what happened with Matrix Reloaded and Revolutions. It's, yeah. it's like, the early days of CGI where it's like, man, this looks like... <laughs> yeah. I don't think CGI was a problem. I like all those movies. Honestly, like, when I go and watch those movies now, I'm just like, I, it doesn't bother me. And I, I think, I've said it before on, like, uh, at another time, like, fucking, like, Speed Racer also from the Wachowskis, yeah. like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Speed yeah. Racer, that's just, I mean... The music Speed clearly. Racer? Yeah, Speed Ra- uh, like Speed Racer, like the cartoon. Oh, they did that Yeah, too? they did a, an adaptation, yeah, with a, a Emile Hirsch. Yeah. Oh, John Goodman? Oh, yeah, and John Goodman, uh, Susan Sarandon. What? Is it before 2000? Uh, Christina Ricci. It was 2006, yeah. right? It was 2006, yeah. Yeah. So, same, like, same year as uh, the one we don't talk about, Indiana Jones. Oh, yeah. Same month. Yeah. 2008. Just me. A solid movie, like... The, uh, I think, like, really in that movie, they the, the effects aren't jarring, you know? Like, they, but I think the color is amazing in that. That's what, yeah. yeah. I, I don't know, you, you, like, there's, that works, but then you get into the Agent Smith fight in Matrix Reloaded, which, 
looks like someone's yeah. screensaver. That looks like digital I agree. fish. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, when he fights on the doubles. Yeah, that, like, like yeah. what is this? It's the like things? a comic book, you know? It kind of yeah. is, but... That's yeah. the way I think of it. It's like a comic book, and... Yeah, yeah, it looks lame <laughs> on some parts, but whatever. That's the, that's the best that we had at the time. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. it's all about the chase at the end. Like, uh, when they come out of the... Like, Oh yeah, that was... Yeah. Yeah, well, that's the... Uh, yeah, they built an entire piece of freeway in Fremont for that. I heard about that, yeah. Like, they filmed it out here. See, they're still building something, also, at the same time. It's just... Well, you're also in the Matrix, so nothing's real. Are the freeway sequence? I can't remember it now, but I remember the the <laughs> I remember the foyer. Chris is about he's peeking right now with his acid trips. <laughs> we all did DMT. I yeah, know. Oh man, no wonder. Ah, no wonder my brain's like swelling right now. What I'm like, the I have fuck? a fever. I like the movie scores. Yeah. Wait, what did Keeper Sutherland just do? What's wrong with his eye? It's like. He, he's covered it's covered the whole movie yeah. but his he eyes fucked up he has, he has glasses like, on he has glasses on oh he's and that was always the case yeah. yeah damn poor Kiefer these dude. guys have been <laughs> these uh, strangers have been beating him up he, probably the whole time he's, he's the lost boy so he looked like that the whole time uh, I think they beat him up a little bit more he's like a human since. but he's like he's administering like all the like the drugs and, like, yeah I think the, they took out his from, eye with the aliens like, he was know. being like insolent yeah to, to them he's always a smart ass and then he gets beat up for it probably he probably had to come. But he, he also had that, like, uh, you know, the the uh, Galen Urso thing where he just planted, like, the seeds of yeah. his revenge and shit throughout the whole movie. Yeah, that's kind of like the... Rogue One reference. reference. <laughs> that's kind of like the epiphany at the end. I think that's the movie. first Star Wars reference we've, we've made. Oh, first, first time ever? No, By the no. way, not to be dated, <laughs> how was that Rise of Skywalker trailer? Oh, uh, yes. Yeah. I enjoy it. Um, I'm just really happy that they got uh, Billy D. Oh, uh, yeah. He's back. Yep. It's They're not even going to pull no punches. They're like, you should have had him last movie. I, I, yeah. I like how it opened. It was just like a Western kind of. And well, you're playing chicken. Like, all of a sudden, it's just like, yeah, it's like Ray and then the TIE Fighter. That's pretty cool. Western uh, reference right there. Since since adding some uh, sound effects uh, for us here, got yeah, so. some foley, bro. Some foley on that. <laughs> yeah. So, actually, a good time to do that. Actually, this movie. This is the. This is a uh, bone, bones breaking. Yeah, we, we, we've this got is... to Shell Beach. We've yeah. arrived at Shell Beach. Yeah. This is the whole deal of the movie. It's a long movie. Yeah, this is a shell breaking. This <laughs> is <laughs> <laughs> the end. Right off. That is not um, Ocean is John Beach. <laughs> I'm sorry. He is Peter Laurie in this. You forgot to tie your shoes. <laughs> I didn't realize that. He is, he is playing Peter Laurie in this movie. Yeah. It's the, the other tie-in to Fritz Long movies. This is what, 10 years after Lost Boys? Oh. That guy's in Lost Boys, huh? Yeah. That's where I know him this from. This is 87. Dude, it took me all movie, huh? Like, this where have I seen this Jack Bauer saved, uh, <laughs> saved the world. Yeah, dude. dude he was, he was over over the 80s. Fucking Jack Bauer, dude. Jack yeah, Bauer. Yeah, 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 then it became him after that. Done. Done. What is it? What's outside? 
What? Oh no. He, he used his third eye to break away to the next dimension. You see that? Is that Did you see that? What is he just he tunes. accesses pineal gland. When he tunes, it comes from his forehead. It's like his yep. third eye has been opened now. He's been woke, basically. Yeah. The sleeper has awoken. Like the they're they're trying to do experiments <laughs> yeah. on the regular people, but then now you know, it's it, like they woke him up during the time they're implanting all the dreams, like kind of like Blade Runner. Right, I yeah. think that I think I brought this point up earlier, like earlier in the day, but there is kind of that reference to Dune. Yeah, and it's that like too. the sleeper yeah, has awoken. Yep, yep. It's like Star this Wars, could almost be in the yep. same like uni- not really universe, but the same it's the same, same story, story, different timeline. Oh man, you know? that's a hard scene. Yeah, I think. Quite William Hurt. There's only so many stories you can tell. Oh about, man! Honestly, look at that. that. Look at that. Oh, one big orchestra. Model. Oh my god! It's the look it's the red or the mouse uh, maze. Yep. Look at that model. Everything's a circular How big theme. do you think that model was? If they actually bit the. Probably not that big. Probably uh, like, probably, what in diameter? Like, probably like. Uh, maybe it's three feet smaller, I think. Really? Actually, yeah. Maybe as big as this room. Maybe. Look, yeah, that's oh. some good detail. That's yeah, some, some big, big. Detail. Maybe it's just I weird when you actually see like two, the actual model. Range. Yeah. Wow. It's, it's like when you see the models in Star Wars, how small they actually were. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. It's the optical that's illusion. Because it so looks like, pretty huge, so it's like I don't know. Yeah, it it has a really big feeling to it. I don't know. Like I feel like it's in that two three foot range yeah. diameter. Yeah, maybe the size of the original Death Star. I think we killed Sid. Um, <laughs> in the Sid, are you alive? That's right. Go Bears. Go Bears. Sanka, go. you dead? You dead, man? No, that's the rig they, they built, like this yeah. roller coaster rig. That's CGI. That is sick. <laughs> that that is all model. This is all model. Like, oh my god, I love, I love Proyas for the model work that he yeah. does in movies. Actually, I don't really think that's CGI. Mix. I think that's projector on I, I, going yeah, down. It's, it's probably a mix. I'm sure. I'm yeah. sure. Yeah. Like so. they made like a a rig for this the camera to go down like the the roller coaster. Yeah. Or make it look like they're on yeah. a roller coaster. Yeah. yeah exactly. Like yeah. Projector. Yep. Yep. Natural Born Killers. Great example of how to use projector work. Look at that. Oh, all the sets in this. The set designer is really good. I forget what his name is, but. <laughs> yeah. What they got like hand res- electric out. Yeah, they put this restraint on Kiefer Sutherland. That's like, <laughs> I don't think it does anything other than like make sure he doesn't run away. Yeah, like, it's kind of like yeah. a, it's kind of his just, arms are free. Yeah, it's like it's his kind mouth of just is like free. A alien abduction nightmare too. Seen at uh, the same time, it's like fire like, in the sky. You're strapped down. Yeah, yeah. it's like weird. They, yeah. they don't even think like, hey, this has like. He could just sabotage this whole thing by plant implanting like different fucking no, mix totally. of chemicals and shit. <laughs> no, you totally. know? They completely trust him on that, but they they just want him to stay there. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Yeah, and it's just crazy. Like there's no daylight the whole movie, except in the flashbacks or, yeah. or, or the very last scene. But yeah, they, so the whole time it's, it's dark. everything is dark. They explain, yeah, they, it's they, a dark uh, city. The it's a dark city everywhere. They can't stand that or yeah. the moisture. Right. And the water, like that one scene uh, earlier, I meant to point it out when, when it happened, but uh, uh, when uh, Keeper Sutherland's in the pool and then like, oh, yeah. and then what's his, Mr. What's it, Mr. Hand? 
Yeah, he comes down, and he, and he, just, he walks around the whole pool, and he's just like talking to him about shit. And he just walks around the whole pool, yeah. like and he's then, trying to and stay then, out of the yeah, moisture. And, and then, and then uh, what's his name? Keeper is just like waiting in the middle of the pool. Like yeah. he's like, I'm that's safe right here. You he know, knows like, that. Like, yeah, he, yeah. You don't. You don't really like the yeah. viewer doesn't really know that. But like I thought that was really interesting. Like after the fact, rewatching it, like oh wow, he's like trying to like protect himself a little bit because he doesn't know what this fool is about to do. It's you like, know. I wonder they don't if, like, like water. Keith or Sutherland, his, his shot, character is, like... The, the recap shot is really good. Yeah. I wonder if he's actually was playing all those characters and just was implementing no. that. No, he would. Yeah, he, he put himself into all those yeah. uh, recaps. Because that is during the daytime, so, like, he just puts himself into It's, it. like, recapping his somewhat, like, uh, you know, upbringing and childhood and story and all that stuff, but, like, also, you know, he's... <laughs> he mixed it like paint. Yeah, because like they show him mixing all the, the, you know, the vials and all that stuff to yeah. match up to whatever he wanted to show people. So yeah, so that's uh, Dark City right there. Yeah. Um, that's Dark City. Pretty <laughs> much wraps it up. Yeah. Pretty much. Uh, no, there's there's a couple more there. No. <laughs> so what do you do after um, Dark City? So yeah. I, I gotta rewatch this movie, honestly. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh it's, it's, yeah. it's worth several It's probably better yeah. with the sound yeah. and dialogue, yeah. huh? Yeah. And the, okay, the score. And, and us being, like, right, sin- sarcastic watching Because it's like, yeah, it's, got every, it's got Kiefer yeah. Sutherland, <laughs> fucking yeah. Jennifer Sewell, Connelly, it's got everything Connelly, on paper that, William like, Hurt. William Hurt. All the classic actors, man. Yeah, and these, like, Pinless Hellraisers. Yeah, they're, it's basically like Hellraiser costumes on everybody. Yeah. They didn't earn like, their pins there's like yet. there's like two hundred or three hundred Hellraiser costumes in this. Yeah, like, without the spines. <laughs> You're right. That's a good. Yeah. That's a good point, dude. Okay. okay. <laughs> got you. Got they you. Do, it looks like it, right? <laughs> now that you mentioned it. Dun, dun. It's kind of the Matrix scene there. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. It, it looks totally Matrix, like color wise, right? Green. Like uh, cinematography. If it was, wise. it's like blue, but instead blue, of green. Yeah, yeah. Like, it makes him want like a Mountain Dew coat. In like blue. greenish. Does <laughs> <laughs> kind of have? It does yeah. have. You are in a bottle of Mountain Dew code blue right, right now. Code blue. Don't say. Yeah. You are it's, code red. It's not quite bottle. Oh, it's code red. It's code red, y'all. <laughs> Is there not a blue Mountain Dew? There. I think it's like maybe we're thinking of like power. No, there's a blue one. It's like Arctic Shock or something like that. Oh, one of the what's that one? You really like it's Fiesta Blue or something like that or the oh Baja Blast. Baja Blast. That's more of a Taco Bell thing. Yeah. Shout out T Bell, dude. You can get it in the bottles. Yeah, Uh, definitely. uh, The liquor store by my place has that in bottles. What's this episode brought to you by? Uh, T Bell. I don't want to advertise where I live. Oh, okay. uh, exactly. <laughs> well, so I'm gonna nearby. kind of do a. You don't know? live. You don't live above the liquor store or next to the liquor store. Uh, is it? Yeah. So, uh, no, I'll just say three rings. Three rings. <laughs> Better than three rings, liquor store. That's close enough. Yeah. Brought to you by three rings. Yeah. No one's gonna be like, I know where that building is. <laughs> oh, <laughs> by like, that liquor store. No, no, no. The, the liquor store. It's like brought to the you liquor by store. Us. I would have said, yeah. "Yo, this is gnarly, dude." That one, yeah, that one, yeah. people know about. Yeah. So wait, oh, this guy's name is John hush. Murdoch or it's something. Yeah, John Murdoch. Yeah. No, I just I don't want Murdoch. people coming to my liquor store. Damn, dude, he's using that, the sheer true. power of his brain. Yeah, this is where it gets like wow, hella deep. Yeah. Damn, you think you know somebody? Yeah, it's like the Matrix. This way, it's kind of hella like the Matrix a little bit too. It's like him versus Smith. A little bit. Yeah. Not like the sequels, right? No. Right? Not this is like, like this is more like Big Trouble in China. If I, if like I say so, really, it's just like, 
This is uh, he has the force. Big he has Shen the force. Versus, uh, like, they're like using the force against each other. A little bit, yeah. It's total Big Shen versus uh, Lopan. All the miniatures. Yeah. Beautiful stuff. Jack Burton's like stabs some guy in the leg, and he's like trying to get him off of him the whole time. He's like, oh, I'm gonna be there in a second. Kurt <laughs> you know, Russell's like the backup <laughs> guy in the whole movie. Yeah, he's the sidekick. But not in this movie. There's no Kurt Russell. William Hurt was here. Oh, Skybeam. There we go. Skybeam. Skybeam. Yeah. You guys been getting robocalls? Oh, Always. all the time. Always. Dude, I've been, been getting them from out of the country lately. Yeah. Uh, of course. That's the thing? Okay. okay. I've been getting yeah, Mandarin. I've been getting Azerbaijan. You, you just don't answer them. Yeah, okay. yeah. yeah no, you can't. I just started don't, blocking don't do them and shit. That's yeah. the thing. It's like, it's like whack-a-mole. You block them, but then they come yeah, up. Yeah, they keep coming yeah. back. It's yeah. not chill. They should have like an email spam filter for your phone. There I was at one point, and then it's just now. It would be kind of nice to make it like... You're just like, oh, hey, like... Anybody who's not in my thing, you know, but then even then it's just they like, should have that. Get somebody, yeah. Well, I think that that's a good first step. Um, and then just like the people who aren't there, they can leave messages if they need to. Yeah. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, but like, like straight up like just like yeah. fucking eight calls in the middle of the night. Yeah. It's just that's not nice. right. We figured it out with email. Oh, you got the knife. Oh, shit. <laughs> Damn. So wait, can you guys... Break this down for me. <laughs> they are old. He is all powerful. That's yeah. all you need to know. They're doing episode. it with his head, his brain, his yeah. thoughts. He's yeah. basically accessed the the power because he knew Kiefer Sutherland's character keeps on injecting him yeah. with. with basically, he's just sowing the seeds of his revenge. Wait, 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 wait. How so is he? So this is Kiefer Sutherland doing this? Base, uh, well, that's my opinion. Is that Kiefer? He is controlling. Yeah, he is the puppet master. He, yeah, he is the puppet master. He's just like. Basically giving him the right chemical cocktail to like, to make it happen. I don't think he's quite aware yeah. of it, but then once he and realizes it, he here's the goofiest shot it. in all the movie. You can uh, totally yeah, do without this part. Pretty weak. Yeah, yeah. it's very limited. It, it, it is. It is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. it so is. Oh man, great TV movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's like man, Pac-Man. Pac-Man is what we're scared of this whole time. So this, <laughs> I see what you guys are saying about it, kind of being like the Matrix. Like the Neo yeah. part, like when Neo... It definitely out. has that. Like, he, yeah, he is kind of like a chosen one, but just because, like, a little circumstances bit. just worked out yeah, that yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, So he just gains the ability to do what they do to, like, make people sleep. Basically, like, telepathic powers. Got you. Yeah. Uh, accesses his uh, pineal gland. Yep. <laughs> pineal gland. Oh, the unknown. The unknown the part of the brain. <laughs> It's the third eye. Produces DMT on oh. the spot. Oh. Brought to you by Keith or something. Yeah. And H.P. Lovecraft. Oh, it's about, yeah. a, it's a per, about a person that finds their third eye. And then they rule the world, yeah. basically, and make their own future. It is, it is very he much makes that his own beach. He wants to see right. the. He wants to find Shell Beach the whole movie, and then he just makes it. How do you get to Shell yeah. Beach? He makes it himself. Yeah. That's how you get to Shell Beach. Yeah, he just makes Dude, it happen. And then he just relives his own... Whatever, like, pass because he yeah. sets it up, right? At the end. Huh. So, yeah. Hey, Comes back to my, my allegory, as I said before. How do you get to Shell Beach? Yeah, it's an allegory. It's my beautiful. allegory for the movie. We should play the game. There's a game on the DVD. There so it is. Back are you guys saying these are all miniatures right here? This is all miniatures yeah. right here. It's, it's a beautiful art. This is art. A very metropolis right here. Yep, just that's what makes it industrial, just 
dump in water. Damn, that straight up is his third eye, dude. Or the it opening is, of the right? mask. You see that? You see that? I totally <laughs> see that. Oh, this so is kind of like uh, when Neo goes to that water. It's very thin. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, I mean, and you see it for what it is. Like, it's if you also, know the Matrix stuff, you know what yeah, I'm talking about, I right? think yeah, yeah, yeah. Also in the Matrix, like, they very much have that, that color oh, blue. Man. Like, when he goes to the robotic, like... Is it blue? Uh, is that the hue? It's, I can't it's remember like now. green in there. In the Matrix is green, Matrix for sure, but, like, in the, in the real world, is it blue? It's kind of blue, Okay. Yeah. Okay, and like especially when they go and, and the like, Matrix is when, green. When Matrix is straight. The, yeah. the, the real world is blue. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, I've thought about it. I'm down for the like living in the Matrix. I don't need the real world. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why you take the blue pill. Yeah. Hell yeah. I'm, I'm down. Pill. Why do I need the real world, dude? Like. Who says we aren't in the Matrix? That's yeah. why he didn't have that option. I mean, like, like I'd be fine with it. I don't need to be unplugged, dude. Like, yeah. as long as it's. Uh, as long as, as, long as you're unplugged, it's all good. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah. Make your own future. Honestly, bro. it's kind of liberating being in a computer program, honestly. Yeah. No repercussions. Yeah. And now, Jennifer Connelly is the box office girl. You got Jennifer Connelly as the <laughs> box office girl. Yeah. She changed. <laughs> oh, the movie's over. Time to turn it off. That's what she wanted Book of to do Dreams. That's uh, Alex Proyas' uh, first movie he ever made. It's called Book of Dreams. Who's? The director of this movie. Oh, Alex okay. Proyas. I forgot what it's on the marquee, but it's, it's another Book of Dreams. Before. What's the movie before what? uh, on the marquee in the opener? It's a different movie. Oh, I thought it was still Book of it's Dreams. It's still Book of Dreams? Yeah, I okay. think it is. Yeah. It's also the ending to Ghost World right here. <laughs> <laughs> Girl gets on bus to a place <laughs> that no one's ever taken that bus before. That bus came out. Oh, look at that shot. That's really cool. regular. Everything's regular. I make things move. <laughs> I had this dream once. I watched this movie called Wrecking for a Dream. Like the, the effects are really, <laughs> yeah. like really ambitious and really like. See, he constructs the computer or whatever. Again. It's a. Uh, very it's ambitious. It's like the secret. It's like they, they try to do very <laughs> little. Can watch the secret. This is like the secret. It doesn't. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it makes you kind of suspend your disbelief a little bit. Yeah. Because it's like the whole time he's looking for the beach and it doesn't exist because he, you know, it's not really a real place. So he creates it with his newly found powers, right? Yeah. And <laughs> how do you get to Shell Beach? Yeah. Yeah. Just make it yourself. <laughs> make it yourself and just go there. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So anyway, uh, <laughs> let's see. Uh, what what's on the docket? Uh, we watched. Uh, oh. This is how some, it ends. Some new. It's uh, pretty much how it ends. It ends. It ends exactly like another movie. Jennifer Connelly also has in. Noah. Just, Noah. Not yeah, Noah. There's a little bit of Noah. There's yeah. a little bit of Noah. This is not how Noah ends. <laughs> Dude, I saw it three times. I know this is not how Noah Hey, I, I like Mother a lot. That was the one I was... <laughs> I listened to Mother. Some people weren't. She's not in that. No, I was just saying in general. Mother, okay. was, Mother was my kind of biblical. Yeah. Oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Got so. I gotta watch that. It was okay. I don't like Jennifer right. Lawrence. I don't get what her deal yeah. is. She's kind of hit or miss, but... Uh, yeah. Definitely some crazy stuff happened in Mother. That's yeah. Big. No, I, I appreciated Mother, for yeah. sure. Like, I... Hmm. Yeah. I need to watch it then. You didn't see Mother? I want to watch Mother, dude. I like, you know, 
allegory kind of movies. But if it's just yeah, not, just if it's not like, you know, super pretentious, you know what I mean? Right, right. This, this like, doc scene kind of reminds me of Requiem for a Dream. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's, it's the it's, same, it's, it's, <laughs> it's pretty the same much scene. the same scene. I think, yeah, you guys are definitely right. Yeah. And that's that's Jennifer Connelly. Huh? <laughs> like yeah, waiting for Jennifer Connelly in of a peer. No, no, no. People say Are we all just waiting for Jennifer Connelly in of a peer somewhere? No, 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 no. Turn, turn. Yeah. I'm Jared Leto, and and things are tough right now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm emotional. <laughs> yeah. There you go. He gets like 30 seconds to Mars. But how did she get to Shell Beach? Oh, fuck those guys. Ask me that. <laughs> She's already there. No, this is, I'm the I guy was... from 30 seconds to Mars. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I that's a good question, though. Mars She's already show. there. She's already there. See them. In the water. Yeah. But like, uh, she emerged. They no, like pier, they, yeah, they yeah. went on and then like fucking. She got on a bus. Like the sound he, uh, wasn't working, so they were like. The, he manifested. Uh, fuck you guys, we're out. <laughs> we're out, fuck dude. San Diego. This is Jared like, Leto. Oh, he makes the, <laughs> his own end game, his God. own end story uh, yeah. kind of thing, right? Oscar so, uh, Oscar nominated Jared Leto. Yeah. The sunset. You know? Saying we're out. <laughs> like fuck San Diego, quotation marks. Yeah. Jared you guys, Leto. you guys see Fight Club? <laughs> I was blonde in that. <laughs> Angel face. Yeah. Yeah. That's now canon. <laughs> That's canon now. <laughs> I said it, so it happened. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. I think we're. Uh, this about is this is it. I mean, uh, I, the sun has city. shined on Shell Beach. Yeah. It's Wait, dark city. Finally comes true. It it's is not now, dark anymore yeah, in this is, city. It is light, but like the question is, does it's he rotate it? Whenever it does, he just like keep controlling people. I think he like, let. I think he lets everyone else. It becomes your own world. He rotated yeah. the. That's where he changed. He rotated the city, happens. and yeah, yeah, he might be in control of it for all we know. The sequel will be global warming. Yeah, it's like does he, yeah. does he keep just spinning it around? I think he. Like, I think he leaves it stationary like that, so it's always sunny. And is dark. that is that That's how Earth works? <laughs> well, <laughs> like, we are at a slant. On a fake Earth where people are being abducted and hey, you know, does not say that the Earth is flat because it's flat at the end of this movie. No, I, I, thought, I thought of that too. Actually, <laughs> we just blew everyone's mind. Yeah, their their Earth is uh, kind of flat. No, totally it is. But but we do not support the flat Earth theory. Um, no, it, it, it rotates <laughs> like the bottom end is like you know not an inhabitable spot, but like the top end is. So that's why, if it's in the sun, then it's like yeah. Uh, I, I don't I don't support that shit. Yeah, I don't <laughs> so, know. I, they leave it open on that end. Yeah. Like, I've been places. Yeah, let's <laughs> well, not rule it. Or out. maybe I yeah maybe I have. Yeah. But it would make a cool story. <laughs> it does make a cool story. Yeah. Just some liberal well, media. Little to get uh, thing. wrap up here. Um, <laughs> Trying to put the chemicals in the water yeah, dude. to make the frogs homosexual. Oh, man. Flintstone vitamins, man. You should get off that. <laughs> Don't do that. Don't do that. Uh, um, well, I so think little... we're going to wrap it up here. Papa Pooey, Papa Pooey. What did, uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> huh? Um, Howard Stern Pins. Oh. Howard Stern Pins. <laughs> I was going to say, uh, what, did, what did you watch, Chris? You, you seem to watch the, the one who did their homework this week. Oh, yeah, my homework last time was to watch Jason 7, uh, The New Blood. Oh, yeah. Which I did watch, and I thought was pretty interesting as far as a uh, story 
goes. Uh, oh, that's Rufus. The context so. was a little different, uh, considering it was like a yeah. like a teenager yeah, that the had main character. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> psychic abilities, telekinesis. And, and it was weird because I watched uh, Dark City, which also had you know people with uh, psychic abilities and Very doing stuff brand. with their minds and stuff. So yeah. that was kind of cool. <laughs> what do you think uh, of this Jason though? He was kind of uh, moldy and kind of, uh, you know, <laughs> kind of like decaying yeah. kind of look, which I liked. Because uh, I noticed in all the Jason movies, you know, he always looks different. And, uh, you know, he kind of gets worse as the movies go on. The decay. To yeah, the Jason decay. X. And I like, Jason X I like, I kind of, I kind of liked how he was, in the, in the beginning, he was submerged with a chain. He was under, underwater and just, like, deteriorating. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> a psychic... Uh, Relapse kind of like, you know, un, un, uh, unchains him from beneath the, the depths and he just starts his rampage again. Yeah. And, and how uh, were the death <laughs> scenes? And, uh... The death scenes were crazy. Yeah. I remember uh, the, the sleeping bag one was pretty crazy. Some yeah. of the best death scenes in uh, all this, the franchise. Someone gets slammed against a tree in a sleeping bag. That's pretty crazy. And it, but, you know, it's just very uh, Jason esque. They just. It's they show the violence and then they cut it real quick. Yeah. Like, well, the censorship. They, they actually show the, the end of it and that's it. You know, you, like they. They're quick deaths. For yeah, sure. yeah, they're yeah. really quick deaths. One and dones. Yeah. <clears throat> well, interesting enough is they were also heavily edited on yeah. those ones, so they. You it can go like on YouTube and watch all the uncut death scenes. Oh, in you don't say. The new blood. Yeah. So yeah, it's. <laughs> Yeah, the uh, literally, if you watch the uncut version of the sleeping bag death, it's like an explosion comes out. Really? Like, oh. The body explodes. Yeah. And okay. also, <laughs> it was Kane Otter's first one. Yeah, seven. It's like, yeah, seven. New Blood. Yeah, New Blood. Yeah, was the first uh, yeah. Jason in that series. Yeah, yeah he lasted yeah, he until, started, uh, sadly, they didn't do him Freddy vs. J- Jason. Jason X. Oh, he wasn't in Freddy vs. Jason? No, they hired another guy because uh, his eyes, the director, Ryan Yu, Ronnie Yu, said his eyes weren't sympathetic enough. What the fuck? So they hired a... Fix that shit in post, dude. Which is, yeah, there's a whole controversy about that, like, what happened there. Um, Anyway, Freddy vs. Jason isn't the dumbest one anyway, so it doesn't matter. It's like it's like the ultimate wrestling match. Yeah, that's kind of similar. It's a fun... WWF, you know, um... Means horror. I, li- budget. <laughs> I like that it's just kind of that like um, like Hulk smash kind of movie. He <laughs> does like, have the gore. I would you, say yeah, yeah, not chimps on the gore. I don't though. give a fuck about a story. Like just go in there and I just want to see some. Yeah, that stuff in that party. Each other, the party you know? in the cornfield was pretty fun. Yeah. Funny enough, that's what they spent the most time on trying to figure out the story. I think because yeah. <laughs> there's like there's like a book just, I can't remember. What is the premise again? There's not need to be a story. It's like the kids like take this drug that makes them not have dreams or something? So there, there are variations of it, what it was, but what blended over into the movie was is that Freddy doesn't have enough scare power anymore. No one believes That's what him. it was. Yeah, yeah. He can't manifest, right? So what he does is that he <laughs> goes into hell, gets Jason. So like, kill these motherfucking teenagers, yeah. dude, for me. Convinces him as, as, as Jason's mother, Mrs. Voorhees. And then so brings Jason back from the dead, and then Jason starts slaughtering kids. So then they think it's Freddy, mm. and Freddy has enough power. And then it really just becomes Frankenstein's monster with Jason, where he like they yeah, yeah. they put him into some sleep apnea at some yeah, point. Yeah, I remember that shit. Yeah, yeah. It's but I, I do have to say in defense of that one, the gore is quite quite good in that. They mm. did not hold back on that, yeah. nor they were censored from it. So yeah, I mean like the early two thousands was a good time for like 
four. Yeah, yeah Final Destination yeah. deaths are. Final Destination, nice. Jeepers Creepers. Good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, Jeepers yeah. Creepers. They had some good stuff. Twenty eight days later. Yeah, yeah. Those good, good ones. Yeah. Good time. Yeah. Yeah, they they definitely did not have the uh, well. The nineties backlash was another MPA theme that has come up quite a bit in this yeah. in horror. What's yeah, they well the eighties they kind of yeah. at first were given sort of like. Free, free rain, and then you yeah. got all the Tipper Gores and the moms getting together. Dude, Tipper Gore has done a lot for culture, I feel like. <laughs> <laughs> like music know, right? is so much danker now yeah, because yeah, of yeah. Tipper Gore. I think, I think we've had that backlash. Yeah, but then, okay. yeah, the early 2000s, I think, were able to, they were able to get away with more. Yeah. I also think they were saying, well, it's technically accidents. They're not real deaths in yeah. Final Destination. Final so, Destination is an amazing movie. Like, the just the premise is just mm-hmm. so... They're really good. Yeah, it's probably the last great horror film premise. Yeah, like franchise kind of horror. Yeah. Saw was good. I feel like I'm a sucker for Saw. Yeah. I don't know. Hmm. Like I mean, like those first ones, and then it definitely got torture porny. But yeah. like, <laughs> yeah. like I, yeah, I, I like twists, dude. I'm a sucker for twists. Yeah. Bro. Everyone loves the third act twist. I've said this before in the it's podcast. Amazing, dude. Everyone loves that third act. No, twist. No, it's true, dude. Unless you're Emma Shyamalan. It's like a twist. <laughs> with the twist. With the twist. Do you guys like um? What's the, um, the comeback M. Night Shyamalan movie? Split? Glass? No, the one before Split. Oh, The Visit. The Visit. 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 Yeah. I fucking love that movie. I saw it. And I'm a sucker. Yeah, I'm a sucker for found weird, footage. Dude. I'll say it. I love found footage for Spoiler alert. I think the kids should have died. I did not. Yeah, they should have died. The kids yeah. didn't die? The kids did oh. not die in The Visit. I think they should have died. They get scared. That's it. Yeah, that was my only real problem with it. Maybe like one kid could have died. I'm down. I, yeah, I it just kind of was weird. like, it's like the Hansel, it's Hansel and Gretel storytelling. A little bit, yeah, yeah. And yeah. like, I think they should have. But it's found footage. It's like found yeah. footage done in a way that how found footage hasn't been done. Before. True. Yeah, and I, I think found and found footage, footage is great, is great dude. I yeah. love found footage. Uh, Steve's gonna play the game. Oh, and you're not. Uh, no, it just wasn't working on. Oh. on so the, it doesn't work. That's what I'm gonna tell you. Yeah, right? Play the game. It it just goes it to really that one page work, and yeah. it does not actually work. It freezes. I think it's a glitch. Yeah. Well, I, I think you have to have it in your computer. Glitch yeah, right. But glitch But well, uh, I think that's uh, the end of this episode. I think that's maybe. that does uh, it. Uh, I mean, we we'll talk about us another time. We should do found footage. Oh, actually, <laughs> I I do agree with you, Sid. Uh, found footage. There's. A podcast over in San Francisco, The Overlook, they do a found footage festival. Hell yeah, I'm down to go to that. So, uh, it just happened. Uh, We'll talk more about that. next year, huh? We'll have to schedule a trip. All right. Well, on that note, I'm Benji. This is Chris. Uh, This is Steve. And joining us... This is... This is Steve. (laughs) (laughs) We'll Thank you so much. Coast. Go Bears. <laughs> Go Bears. Yeah. Go Bears. Yeah. Sign off. Right. Adios. Good night.